I've had this as my background the entire time. Is it's it on the, your wallpaper for your laptop as well? No, it's just just the theme for my Chrome. So it's the bit where they're standing at the bus stop when it's raining. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Colors. I have, I've had that honestly like ten plus years. That's a great. Uh, so we'll have to go with Toto, I guess, <laughs> to be my favourite one. Fair, dude. Fair. The cat bus, everything about it is just perfect. Oh, the cat bus! They have a bus in Spirited Away, don't they? Maybe it's just a normal bus. I can't remember. Yeah, I feel like Spirited Away is the one that everyone has seen. They can go, oh, Stuart Ghibli, Spirited Away. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was my first one, so it kind of opened up my. I think my world. I want to say Totoro is my first one. I've watched Howl's Moving Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, classic. That's good. I'd say the one yeah, I've seen Castle in the Sky, Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, um, Princess Mononoke, Spirit Hell's Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Tales of Earthsea, Ponyo, and that's it. I've still got like half of them to watch. Yeah, I'm debating which of the new ones is worth watching. How is that even? How is that? I'm not sure. I think, right, so I'm now looking at, like, scores. Yeah. And they, like, most of them have above 90. Jesus. Apart from, like, two or three, which have, one has 78, one has 85. But Tales from Earthsea has 43. How is that even possible? It's probably one of the best ones. Oh, that's so weird. How did it not do that well? Is that Metacritic? Uh, Yeah. Huh. So there's Sweet. Metacritic and then whatever RT stands for. I'm not really sure what that stands for. Rooster Team? Weird, no. Um, that's, why did that... Yeah, Metacritic got 47. How... That's, that blows my mind. <laughs> you literally... I couldn't imagine giving anything that Studio Ghibli's done under a 70. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's insane. So. Yeah. So how have you been, mate? Been really good. Good. You sound good. Uh, I, I had one of those moments again. You know when you told me to have a break after Final Fantasy? Yeah. I kind of had to have that again. Sure. For like okay. a day or two. Do you think you're sprinting? You're, you're, uh, you're yeah, like it's like a mixture, of, it's a mixture of, yeah, it's a mixture of marathon and sprint at the same time. Uh-huh. Like it's a marathon because I'm doing lots of the same thing, but I'm also sprinting because I'm trying to get it done quickly. Yeah, and that's, I'm not getting it done quickly because I don't. I'm not enjoying it, the story or the gameplay. It's just because I'm. I, I have this thing where I get really anxious about like finishing games. Yeah. Like, if I don't finish a game quickly, it sort of like makes me like really jittery and panicked. You like to take it off the list, right? I mean, that's yeah, what that's I like. not, that's mostly what it is. I'd say, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, mate, imagine. Uh... Red Dead Two right now is is giving me nightmares, mate. Yeah, go on. I, need to, I don't know. I see. I have I have no idea about this, so you need to explain it to me. All right. So, yeah, <laughs> as some of you may know, I'm trying to get all the achievements for Red Dead Two. Um, I've got them down to three single player ones. So there's two, which is skinning and studying every animal in the game. Okay. Um, that's just a test of patience yeah i'm trying to get the florida panther to spawn at the moment so if Ooh. it doesn't spawn i have to reload the save and it's just it just takes ages mate it just takes ages so you can listen to podcasts and stuff while you do most of the animals i can't for the panther because i need to hear where it is otherwise it's a it's an instant kill for for, for, for me oh, okay so 
So I'm just doing that, and then so I'm not gone. Have you just really quick? Have you come across one and it's killed you instantly? Yes. Oh god, dude, I'd hate that. That would really aggravate me, mate. It's it's fro- oh, not a Florida one. Sorry, no, no. a normal okay, pants, a normal one. But, a normal uh, so you haven't come across a Florida one at all. So I killed one like at some point during my playthrough. Oh, not realize about yeah, exactly. it or whatever, right? Okay. Uh, or studying it, yeah. Well, okay. the thing is, because they jump at you, yeah. The trick is you've got a kit, you've got to weaken them without killing them, and there's only a few weapons that do that, and that's oh. the poison arrow. Okay. So you've either got to study it before it sees you, which is hard, or you've got to hit it with a poison arrow. And by the way, arrows take way longer than guns, so if you miss, you are dead. Um, and then it'll be like on the floor, kind of like you know, immobile, and then I'll study it like that, okay. but. For the most part, yeah, haven't seen one. So it's like a mixture of skill and luck at this point, then. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Oh yeah, I hate that. Okay. <laughs> and there's so many animals in this, mate. There's no way. It's no way near the ease of the hunting in Red Dead One. See, I was going like, to say that that was quite difficult to me. Just even the hunting that was in one, I was like, oh, it takes too much time. <laughs> this is this is another level, mate. Okay. This is a whole another level. Okay. Um. So yeah, and then there's one achievement. Sorry, there's four uh, achievements. Cool. There's one achievement for getting seventy gold me- medals and story missions. Yeah, I remember you saying so you're stuck on one, aren't you? Or have you got past that? I did it. I did okay. it. Okay, good. I'm glad. Thank you for remembering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going through the story missions. I-, I can't tell you, Jay, how amazing the acting is on this game. It From drives seen, my entire. Good, yeah. <laughs> it, it drives my entire playthrough of getting all these gold medals because every time I'm like reminded of all these missions that I've done and story beats and emotional beats that I might have missed, and it's just fantastic. The obvious, the main painstaking aspect is again. I did another mission today about three times, and I can't get the gold medal. So it's like you know a small hump. Are you getting road. close or no? I've done about. Uh, is it a score-based system, or is it like certain things that have to be done in the mission? Certain things have to be done in the mission, but you're you're not able to do those things, or what? You're doing it, but not well enough. What's what's the? You got to do them all in one playthrough. Oh, okay. So, for example, even if I've got three or four, uh, two or four, it's not like I can go back and just get the other two. I need to get all four in one playthrough. Okay. So the one I'm struggling with at the moment is getting ten kills in Dead Eye, which is easy-ish. But my teammates are killing the enemies before I can kill them. You say teammates, do you mean like AI-driven teammates? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I, I've had that problem with certain games before where you, you, there's like a, maybe like a challenge you have to do like to be able to get like a, a certain amount of XP or something. Yeah, and yeah. Like, it's only in a mission where you're surrounded with other people who are helping you, but you can't get enough of those kills because the other people are killing them too quickly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really annoying, annoying. Um, while you're like oh great the ai's work you're also like stop, stop yeah exactly you're so appreciative that the ai is actually good but then again you're like don't stop working please just break or something exactly exactly yeah. um so i'm sure it'll be fine but yes yeah, it's, it's a slow process okay. uh, and the last one is the hundred percent so that'll be finishing all the challenges and i've done a hell of a lot of them this week okay how many more have you so got I've, to go? I've got about 10 more challenges to do. How many are there? Like 90. Oh, okay, 90. That's not bad. The, the last few ones, I've left the worst till last, to be fair. What's the I've worst, got, then? 
<laughs> I've got to find every single plant. I've got to fish every type of fish, oh, and I've got to do all. Suck. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what. There's actually one game that I don't mind the fishing in, and that's Final Fantasy 15. Really? It's actually quite fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You kind of have yeah. to do it for achievement, but yeah. Sure. I saw. I saw the fishing's an aspect of that game. Yeah. Uh, why is it fun? Uh, I think that's weird. Like fishing mechanics, I think are super important when it comes to it. Uh huh. And I think just the way it l- lets you like cast and like reel in is actually quite. Like, it makes like a mini game out of it. It's quite fun. Is, is is there any aspect of waiting in the mini game? Uh, like the tiniest amount. Not even like really? you, you wait. But it's it's very like it's not a boring wait. It's minimal. Like, it's very minimal. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, and then sorry for boring you. By the way, Jay, I know I've talked about this a lot. No, you're not. So I, and... I, so I don't. I'm not in the world at the minute. But I'm. Every time you talk about it, it reminds me of how I kind of miss it a little bit. So, but oh, yeah. I, I don't miss the fact that I don't want to bother, like oh, have to do what Jay. you're doing right now. All I want to this do is, is... Tell a story, and that's it. That's all I want to do. This is worse than Skyrim. I'll put. I'll say that. What you mean, like this in is... your in your passion to want to get it done? Correct. Okay. Correct. Well, at least you've got Skyrim uh... out of the way, like. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And I, look, I made. <clears throat> I can't overstate how much progress I've made this week and last week. Like, I got like four achievements and uh, like getting killed. You have to kill eighteen grizzly bears after they attack you. So that's like two hours. I had to get a two hundred and fifty dollar bounty in every state and survive for three days. That's another like hour. So. I've definitely made a lot of, I've done like most of the challenges, done like 60 challenges. So I've done a lot of progress, but yeah, it's, it's tedious, mate. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like what you were saying where I'm, I'm like, I get up and I'm like, do a few chores and I'm like, oh, do I want to play Red Dead? And then I like, and then I load it up and I'm like, yeah, I really want to play this game. And then after like five animals later of hunting, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of bored now. Yeah. So it's, it's yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and, and, the main thing I want to talk to you about was that there are some online achievements, Reddit online achievements. Yeah, that's, that's what I was interested in, actually. Right, yeah. So I didn't know this, Jay. Uh, GTA Online, really popular. Reddit extremely Online, so. also, extremely popular. Reddit Online, also popular. Uh, and if you don't know, Rockstar is one of the, if not the richest gaming company in the world right now. I'd or so, at least yeah. Take Two is. Um, you know, because GTA 5 is ultimately the biggest game ever. And Red Dead Online is broken. Uh, And I didn't know this. So they've put out many updates, a a significant update uh, a few months ago, if not a year ago, which adds roles uh, to the game. And I'll, I'll talk about them later if you want. Yeah. But essentially the game's broken. Every time we get in a server, it's a matter of time until the camp doesn't spawn, which FYI, is essential to me and my posse's plan at the moment. Okay. So we're all like really low level. We need as much money as possible. We need to get better guns. We need to get better horses. We need to get better everything. Mm -hmm. And that means we need to get money. And I've bought, I'm, I'm now doing the trader role, which is one of those four roles I was talking about. And that means that we can all go hunting in the nearby area. They drop off stuff. I trade it into the trading guy and we make deliveries and we get lots of money, basically. Okay. 
And it's really cool. Like, I can't emphasize how cool it is that I can make a camp in, like, the snowy mountains. All four of us can just go our separate ways, hunt different animals, come back to the camp. And, like, that is the activity. And that is literally, like, a dream come true for someone who has, you know, cowboy fantasies, I guess. You I was going to say, saying? you get to live that. Like, it's a little bit like you can compare it to the Star Wars aspect of, like, becoming a Jedi. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Same exactly. Thing. Yeah. No, I get you. I get and you. it's like, it, it it really is fulfilling that uh, to it to an amazing degree. Who would have thought that you would ever be able to do this with your friends? And then you know we get hunting, and then animals will stop spawning, and basically the server crashes. Like the animals stop spawning, the camp won't spawn. You can't play any missions, and you have to go to another server for it to eventually happen again and again, unless you're lucky. So we try, I said to the guys, I looked, I looked it up online. I was kind of like looking through, seeing if there's any solutions. The only solution I could find is to do a bounty mission because that puts you in a new server. You can't manually make a private server. So that's great. So, so there's no way to manually solve the issue apart from accepting a bounty mission, which sometimes won't work. Because the server's broken. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. I I wonder whether GTA Online has similar issues still. Well, from what I hear, it doesn't. See, that's what annoys me. Because if if Rockstar can get GTA Five working correctly, why can't they get Red Dead Two working correctly? Like, exactly. I, I'd say the only the only reason why they aren't fixing it right now is obviously because of the, what we're, what the world's going through right now. Obviously, right? So, sure, there's going to be you know constraints on stuff. Um, yeah, more people playing than ever possibly yeah, yeah. more people playing with less people working able to fix problems if there are any right so it's like sure. it's double it's 100 percent the problem right uh-huh. um but the thing is was were these issues still around before this all kicked off i don't know yeah that's the issue isn't it whether it's like a new problem or is it an old problem that's just been around forever from the reddit threads that i read it they were fairly recent okay. so i i don't know it's but, also probably like worth knowing whether or not GTA Five ever had these issues and they got fixed within a certain I know time frame. Or GTA Five Online or GTA Online definitely, definitely had issues at launch. Without yeah, question. no, I, I remember playing it. I yeah, I think I stuck around just long enough to maybe play it for like a couple of days when it first came out, and then I was like, yeah, sure, I'm not but, sure, um, and yeah, it wasn't great. And, and the roles they've they so here's the thing, Jay. It's like I'm hoping it wasn't broken before this because then you think so you updated the online with some really and interesting it's still content, broken. but it's still broke. Like <laughs> yeah, that's when you I fix like. it first and then update it, maybe the update broke it. I don't know. I think I'm but, have to do some research in this. You know, I'm, I'm I kind of I'm, I'm annoyed at myself. I'm annoyed sometimes, like I like to know the information about things before I like diss it in any way. Or like get yeah. annoyed at it. It makes me. Sure. I'm annoyed at myself for not knowing what it takes to fix these kind of problems. Sure. I, I don't yeah. know what it takes. Does it take like? Do they have to actually come up with an idea to be able to fix it, or do they know how to fix it already? But it just takes time. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the what the you know the pro, the process is. So yeah, and I think if I knew I, it, it'd be a lot better. I completely agree. If I knew all the details, I probably wouldn't be frustrated at all. No, because you could. But- you could understand where they're coming from then can't yeah you? exactly yeah. but unfortunately i doubt we'll ever get that much transparency from a yeah, company. Annoying. Like, i feel like transparency is kind of important when it comes to that stuff because you don't really i mean that's what i like about feedback actually i love how some devs take 
take bad feedback and still make good out of it. Or like, yeah. like when I say bad feedback, I mean good feedback that it's said in maybe like a harsh way. Sure. Like there's people, there's people online who say obvious, you know, things that need to be fixed, but they say them not in a nice way. They say them like, "Oh, why isn't this working?" Blah, 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 you know. Yeah, they and I think it. Borderlands Three is a perfect example of that. Right. You know, people, comp- yeah, absolutely, mate. People complaining that you can't turn off the Halloween seasonal event. So then the next seasonal event, they put in a button oh, yeah, that says you can, you can turn off. Yeah, like yeah. they are so good at yeah, not only good. listening and acting on feedback, but telling us all exact every single patch note. Like, dude, I'm not joking here, right? I looked up the Red Dead 2 patch notes for the latest patch and I couldn't find them. The only thing I could find is Reddit threads or oh, random blog and sites. Well, I went on the Rockstar website and it wouldn't load. Oh. So, I, oh, that's you really know. Weird. Yeah, I feel like patch notes are very important, aren't they? 100%. I just wanted to know what was fixed and stuff. So... Um, I, and I also wanted to find out what single player content they put in because um, they put in like a few bounty missions and stuff, nothing major. And I just wanted to see what it was so I can access it. But essentially, yeah, I've been a bit heartbroken by that because I had no idea the game, the Red Dead Online was broken. I, I never heard any significant issues, any stories. So I just assumed it was fine to then, you know, try and get these achievements with my with my posse crew. And uh, they they it's going to be a struggle going from the last few days it's going to be a real struggle i basically said to my mates i was like yeah guys i'm not going to play red Dead online until it's fixed and i'll know when it's fixed because they'll you know it'll be on my google news feed uh and then my mates last night were like nick let's just give it a go again and i was like fine i'm happy to give it a try and to be fair we had a great time nothing was broken till about three hours after we started but i'm a bit yeah a bit miffed about that so but that's yeah. all i've been praying really um tell you what you you mentioned it a second ago, just about Borderlands Three, really quick. Yeah, I'm so impressed with the new update. Well, let's talk about it then. Yeah, because I've been playing that. I literally just came off it like before before we started this. Okay, I played it probably like two or three hours last night while I listened to a podcast, and then again a few hours this morning. I'm I'm just like fiddling around with the the mayhem mode like thing. Yeah, and God, it's so convenient. <laughs> Like it's what? just so much nicer to be able to re-roll like all the, you know, different buffs stuff, and man. And it, it feels you know. so rewarding. Like getting like I'm either on Mayhem four, five, or six, and I'm getting like I'm getting legendaries consistently, like really consistently. And they're usually much better versions than the ones I already have. So I'm I'm fulfilled right now when it comes to Borderlands, and I'm able to survive too. I don't I I very rarely die on six. So, this new update, yeah, your the thing you're taking away from it the most is the new Mayhem 2.0. Yeah, yeah, I'd say Mayhem 2.0 is probably one of the best things to happen to Borderlands in in the while. And so it's it's not only updating Mayhem, so you can not go, you can go from not just one to four, but now one to ten. Mm. But it's also meaning you can manually change uh. the different effects that are happening or, yeah. or re-roll them. You can re-roll them um, yeah, until you get a random and, and, one. You can do it infinite amount of times until you're happy with what you get. That's amazing. Oh, dude. And so also convenient. the the legendaries you're farming for. Mm. So you're farming for a level fifty seven ones. Is this in the main campaign? These legendary loots. Uh, yeah. So what they've done is they've added 
I think six or seven new legendaries that are only available on Mayhem Six. I see. Right, tied and, specific so bosses and above. Yeah, and I think they're tied to specific bosses, but I th- yeah, there's yeah, tied to specific bosses. Yeah, yeah, and there's a few of two of them are easy, and the rest are quite hard. <laughs> I've um, got well, two easy ones. This is the hard ones. I haven't even tried to attempt yet. I'm going to attempt it later. So are they hard because they're actually hard bosses? On yeah, Mayhem they're like Pick. harder bosses. I'd say the easy ones are Captain. Truant or Traunt and General yeah. Traunt or whatever. They're the easy yeah. ones because they die within seconds. What I have found though, I have a weapon now that weirdly, oh this this is amazing me, right? There's a, a new rocket radiation rocket launcher that drops from the new cartel event. Yeah. That is just broken. Like it does so much damage. I think I got that. Yeah, you need to use it. I honestly i I can kill almost every boss between three and six shots. Jesus, it's just so convenient. I think it actually works better with my character because I've got Moe's, who's like splash damage and area of effect damage. Didn't they nerf Moe's quite a bit, mate, in the last <laughs> update? Yeah, still too powerful though. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's still very powerful. Like I'm still finding it so nice. Wow, she's still definitely my favorite character. What did you think of the cartel event, mate? Yeah, I'm liking it. It's very simple. It literally is just redoing the same mission over and over again. Yeah, sure. And it's like the previous seasonal events, which is go out in the world, yeah, kill go in the world, find enemies. these 30 drops, yeah. uh, go back to the area, kill the boss, come back, do more drops, and, you know. So are you motivated to repeat, you know, do this mission over and over to get all yeah, of the I've unique probably done rewards? It maybe four or five times now. Okay. And I've only, I think I've gotten, it's weird, I'm getting more of certain legendaries more often than others, which I'm annoyed about. I ha- there's actually I haven't got most of them. I think I've only actually had three of them drop. So you're not doing it for the unique rewards tied to the seasonal event. You're more bothered about legendaries. Yeah, 100%. Although I, the challenges to be able to get the unique rewards are too difficult, I've found. They're like very... Like you'd need a full party of people to like even attempt some of them. I agree. And some of them are really time-consuming I think I've well. only finished three, so I've managed to get the, the unique Echo... Uh, like skin that's it so far so okay and the so the new legendaries tied with the seasonal event the 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 cartels Mm. and the new legendaries to do with mayhem six are those different things say that again sorry so the 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 legendaries tied with mayhem six Uh and the legendaries tied to the cartel event are they different things Mm mm-hmm as in, like, there's there's new legendaries in the main campaign on yep. Mayhem 6. Yep. But then are there unique legendaries in, on Mayhem 6 in the cartel event as well? No, or is so that they, just... drop, they drop at any Mayhem mode. <clears throat> okay, fine. I'm pretty sure, because I've had a few of them. I don't do... I. So what I've found is I can do Mayhem 4 comfortably yeah. with mobs, but I can't yeah. do Mayhem 6 with mobs. So I can't, like, go through an area on 6 by myself, but I can on 4. So I've done all, okay. all the cartel stuff on four, and I'm still getting the the unique legendary drops. So, and this this is where crossplay would be great because I could then help you farm something. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear, didn't we talk about this before? There was definitely a PC crossplay with the previous yeah. Borderlands, wasn't there? But I there think wasn't. So. What, there, I don't think there was Xbox and PlayStation crossplay. No, I don't think so. Which they need. So honestly, the day they bring that out is the day I'll be happy with Borderlands. Dude, that is, I'm telling you, the fact that Call of Duty is that is is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm now Googling to see if there's any amount of news about it. 
Well, um, well, what are your overall thoughts, Jay, on the on the cartel event? And, and yeah, the... I like the I like the aesthetic. I like the boss. The boss Me boss too. is quite fun. I'm yeah. finding it very easy just because of how powerful my build is right now. Like my build is the best it could possibly be. I literally can't do any more damage. <laughs> like I'm sort cool. of maxing out damages and the amount of damage I can take and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. for me to be able to go any higher, I'd need to do it with with other people for me to improve any amount. Would you be interested in ra- teaming up with strange, you know, randoms online or? Uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, that's the only way I'm actually ever going to, because Mayhem 6 and above, they actually give you better versions of what you already have, right? So sure. if I was to get any, if I was to improve at any point, I'd need to do Mayhem 6 and above now and farm okay. all the same, all the same, you know, build, legendary build items I already have, which I'm tempted to do, actually, at some point. I might go, actually, that's a really good point. I need to, I need to make a note, note about that if I want to bother actually going to farm <laughs> bloody Mayhem 6 bosses or not. Probably will. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to make a note. But you, you're enjoying it then. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I, I did it. I played through the cartel event once. Uh, I thought it was good. thought it was fun. I like the aesthetic, like you say. I like the boss, but it's not enough for me. I don't care enough about legendaries to grind away at Borderlands 3 when I've got Red Dead 2 sitting there. So. Yeah, I mean, if you had, I'm sure if you had nothing else to do, you'd probably yeah. happily, you know, put the time yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, so- the, the reward part of, like, I don't know if you have this, but, like, the 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 only really thing you get out of, you know, farming these legendaries is sort of just having a good character. I don't really yeah. see any other benefit than that, right? It's just that you can continually do well. I think that's probably the, the reward of it, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't and- think you have any other reason for wanting to get, you know, improve on borderlands at all you might you might be a collectionist perhaps oh yeah i, I guess know. that's a good idea yeah collectionist is a good one uh, so what else have you been playing mate so i think the big so i can't remember what we i think we talked about me possibly going on to wolfenstein 2 last week yes well i haven't done that okay <laughs> I've sort of, I, I, yeah. I, I got my fill of, of wolfenstein for now with yeah. uh with old blood so I might come back to two. I will, actually, I'll have to come back to two because I'm actually I love the aesthetic of it. I love the story. I want to actually find out what happened in the story. Yeah. Um, but for the moment, so I I got Trials of Mana. Yeah. On the twenty fourth, which is a Square Enix have you know been on this run of making remakes into like remastered versions or whatever, right? Yeah, we talked about so this they, last week. Yeah, they oh, did yeah, that with yeah. Trials of Mana. And I got it, and I finished it, and I platinumed it. <laughs> big news, mate! This is big, big oh, news. God. Yeah, that's that's you... what I had to take a break after that. I kind of yeah. Because you were so you were texting me. You're like, yeah, Nick, I'm thinking about starting Trials of Mana, and I was like, oh, cool. So, but you you were freaking out because there was no gut or there wasn't like a proper guide, or you didn't yeah, have a guide. I don't need to. I didn't. I didn't need to get worried about because actually, I played the game and only followed a collectibles guide, and that was enough. For me to know what to do, weirdly, amazing. Like the game is looks big from the outside, but it's actually very small. And I'll okay. explain why because I so my first playthrough. So to be able to, to be able to get all the trophies, you need to play through the game three times. And the reason for that is there's special bosses that only come up once you've because there's, there's a choice of six characters to play from, and you can have three characters at one in one playthrough, right? Mm-hmm. But there's pairs. There's three pairs of two that you have to play with to be able to get a certain boss to appear at the end of the game. 
Okay. And you have to kill each of those bosses for a trophy. So you have to play the game at least oh, three times. So you have to play through the whole pair. game with each pair. Yeah. Right. And the third character can be anyone, right? Just okay. as long as the first two characters are that pair that are tied to that boss. Yeah. So I did that. I did the first playthrough in 17 hours. Okay. Which was, you know, really taking my time, watching all the cutscenes, getting all the collectibles, you know, really taking my time to level up and make sure I was so did you did you pretty much get every trophy apart from the boss one on this first playthrough? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. I'd say the only trophies that were left were to finish off anything that was tied to the other characters, essentially. Right. So, so basically, you maxed up, you maxed all the characters you had, and yeah. none of the others. Yeah, fine, that makes sense. So yeah, I did the first playthrough seventeen hours, or, and then after that, I was like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit tired from like having spent seventeen hours doing that. But I'll, yeah. I'll continue. Like I think I started on twenty fourth, and I finished on twenty sixth. Took me two days to do the first playthrough, and then I started the second one maybe on the twenty, the, the evening of the twenty sixth, and the morning of the twenty seventh. And I think I'd finished that by that night. I want to say the twenty seventh night. Yeah. It took me like a day and a half. So that was uh, eleven and a half hours, I think. Which like that was, that was mainly just like skipping past bits I didn't really need to know about as much. And then the third one I did in, I think eight hours, because <laughs> I like really rushed through it. But still, because it was, I did it on easy. It was just like all easy to do. So fair. Well I done, mate. Yeah, and then I was just like so like uh, afterwards. I was like, oh. But I mean, look, none of them glitched out. They yeah, all popped. So that's great. So by so by the third playthrough, you were pretty tired. Yeah, but I still I don't know. I had this like you know anxiety almost of like just need to get it done, need to get it done. Urge, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, mate, I'm 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 glad you got it done. Like, not many people would do three playthroughs, you know. So that's some commitment. Yeah, it was it was definitely a marathon. And then, what else have you been playing, mate? Uh, so, Predator Hunting Grounds. Whoa! So that came out the same day as Trials, but I wasn't really interested in it. It looked a bit naff to me, initially. Sure. Although, uh, it looks a bit here. Same here. Uh, looks looks almost like... Uh, I don't know, it's kind of one of those games you look at and you think, oh, that game isn't going to be good. Yeah. It's probably sure. going to be like a, you play one match and you're going to get bored type of situation. Yeah. Then I started seeing it pop up. Like the marketing team were obviously, you know, full force at that point. They were like, right, we need to get this game, the name of this game out there. We need to show people playing it and stuff like that on YouTube, right? So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of like liking this now. So I decided to get it probably two days ago, 28th, 29th, maybe. Okay. Um, and it's actually not bad. I didn't get bored quickly. Okay, but you are bored now. Uh, only two. Because the the difficulty, I, I'd say so. When you, I'm pretty sure it's either a, a matchmaking issue or just a, like a, a overall general skill level issue. Where I think when you're level, what you, there's a hundred levels, right? It's a multiplayer only game, so there's a hundred levels, and each time you level up, you get a box that gives you like a, like a loot box essentially that gives you three, you know, things that make your character look cool, right? Like a skin cool. for a gun or like a Skin for a yeah, weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also unlocks. So when you get to like level twenty, you get like a certain gun that unlocks or a certain weapon that unlocks. Yeah. So and 
obviously the higher level you get, yeah exactly so you basically get better guns and better things to work with like better skills better perks and so as as i think as i got higher in level i started to get matchmaked with people who were also higher level yeah which meant they were harder to kill both if you were the predator and if you were the and if you were the fire team right yeah you can play as the predator in a 1v4 situation or the fire team is a 4v1 situation yeah and i will say like playing as the fire team is fun it feels a lot like like a war zone type situation yeah because well, it's it, uh, well i guess evolve was first person but this is yeah. first person isn't it it is first person yeah 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 because i saw some gameplay and i thought the uh the the, the fire team looked really fun actually because you kill gorillas like like as in anti-government gorillas yeah, yeah. Um, or bef- like uh, you know before like the predator comes on the scene and i thought that looked really quite fun how is the shooting how does the shooting feel it actually feels really nice and not at the same time it depends on the gun you're using i'd say okay uh so the, um, the yeah go on go on no no go on so the the idea with the matches when you're the fire team you get given like three objectives to complete in 15 minutes right yeah. So you start off in this small, I say small, maybe like medium-sized area, like an enclosed part of this forest usually. There's like three or four different maps. And you have to do certain missions depending on what map you're on. But you, you get given like an objective. You've got to go to this base and find a passcode and set up these satellites and stuff like that, right? But all the while that's happening, you've got these very dumb AI to like distract you. Yeah. Which I think is deliberate. The AI isn't supposed to be very smart. They're just supposed to come along shoot you and then that's it right but they die really easily um you know in turn i think that's meant for balancing right because you've obviously got the predator coming after you at the same time yeah it's the predator does die quite easily and i think the one thing that's wrong with it at the minute is the balancing actually really on the predator side i think the yeah. predator is actually a lot less powerful than he should be yeah, I from what the gameplay I saw, I thought uh, the same thing. It is early days, and I'm hoping that the uh, the team will. They were very quick about matchmaking hot fixes actually, because the matchmaking in the first two or three days was awful. Like you had to wait 15 minutes for a predator game, and probably like five minutes for a fire team game, which is similar to the issues they had with the last game, their Friday, the Friday the 13th game. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. There you go. Um, yeah, but they which is also another like, like you know. 4v1 type thing exactly yeah so now it's um about 30 seconds for a fire team and about five or six minutes for a predator which is still a long time but yeah uh, the for predator, i think the predator is like that because of how popular it is like it's a yeah. lot more fun playing as a predator i've found than it is the fire team that's what i was going to ask you is that i guess there are people out there who are just constantly searching as the predator yeah it definitely feels like that right um, okay. I'd say that there's definitely people out there who only play fire team though. Like you yeah. can tell they've got like they're already level 100, they've got the best stuff, you know. Oh my god, really? Well. Yeah, there's actually a few people who hit 100 within the first 24 hours, I want to say. That's a bit worrying. So, to me. I think what the way the level up system works is the XP to go from level 1 to 2 is the same from 99 to 100. Like really? it, doesn't, it doesn't get progressively harder like, from what I've found. Huh. Like I level up I'd say, I don't know, it's... Uh, what level are you now? 34, maybe. That's pretty high, yeah, fair. Um, I'd say you get on average between 2,000 and 8,000 XP a game, depending on how well you do. If you do really bad, 2,000. If you do average, 4 or 5. If you do really, really, like, really, really well, 
But if you get, you know, all the kills and you kill the predator in a certain way, yeah, um, you get about eight thousand, right? Yeah. But they also have, if you got the deluxe edition, you know, they gave you a forty-eight hour double XP thing. Yeah. Which I'm guessing the people who pre-ordered have now abused that, and they've set up teams <laughs> where they've probably got their mates to, you know, match. Oh, them, sure. And yeah. they get they get their guaranteeing eight thousand XP a game. But because double XP, they're getting 16,000, which is like guaranteed one or two levels every game. So you've only okay. got to play 50 games and you're basically max level, right? That's not fun to me, though. But um, yeah, sure. I think it's kind of good because you do get a lot of the best stuff near the end. Although I say near the end, you probably get a lot of the best stuff maybe in the middle, actually. It's probably close to like level between level 45 and 65 is when you get all the best stuff. But like the process isn't that fun to me, you know? Um, do you think. These pe- can you get all this XP in private? Can you just get XP in private matches? No, I don't. I haven't tried it, but I don't think you can. I think that'd probably be too abusive. And you can play with AIs as well, so like you can be a predator against AIs. Yeah, I or actually you... want to try that because it seems more fun. <laughs> Are you? Like, having... I've, I've much preferred the PVE of of uh, Evolve than I did the PVP. Okay, just because it's I guess easier. Yeah. Um, I've there's been times where I've played the Predator and died immediately. There's other been times where I've played the Predator and I've killed their whole team within like two minutes. Really? Yeah, like it's, it can be like really. It's, it depends entirely on the skill level of the opposite team. And you can't judge that on ranks, I assume. Uh, I mean, I don't think you can actually tell what someone's level is. Oh. Because okay. I've I'm level thirty something, but I think I've definitely played with a Predator that's been like level sixty something or maybe higher. Okay, but the is only there... way I could tell that is because he had a, a weapon that you couldn't unlock until you got to about that level. So sure, yeah. Do you, how is how is the matchmaking now? Yeah, I'd say the matchmaking is fine. It's not awful. It's been it was really bad when I probably started it two days ago. In terms of yeah. like, there was times where I couldn't get into a match after like ten fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, but I'd say that I played it like a little bit last night and this morning, and it's pretty consistent around the five six minute mark. So. For Predator, anyway, but for Fire Team, it's it's always within thirty seconds. It's like super quick. Oh, okay, yeah, right, got you, got you. Yeah. So overall, what do you like it? Are yeah. So fun? I looked at the reviews. I think they're all sort of in the middle. They're like four, five, and six, right? Yeah. There's definitely a lot wrong with it, and I think I'm hoping it'll just like the you know maybe other people did Friday Thirteenth. They put a lot of time and effort into making improvements on that game. So I'm hoping they'll put just as much uh, improvement time into this one as well. There's definitely like I've I've even been on forums like the last couple of hours just to sort of check what the people are saying about it and what could they you know could be improved. And I'm, I agree with most of it. So I think a lot of it's just balancing issues, like getting the predator to be not too powerful but not too weak, and then the same with the fire team. Yeah, like, it, it ebbs and flows so much. So yeah. Yeah, do you no, think you're, I, overall, you're playing I, it? Um, I did. It's weird. I played probably like three matches this morning, and I could tell I was starting to get a bit fatigued. I was like, oh, this is getting a bit sluggish now. Yeah, um, I think I, I'm it's... still enjoying it. It's not like the worst thing. I've just I've been looking for that kind of game. Now I've been like, right, I just want to jump in for like ten minutes, play a match, and come off again, kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I think it's probably more fun with playing with you know people you know and stuff. I will say the the in-game currency to be able to get loot boxes is actually very um, generous. Okay. Uh, to be able to buy, so basically have like a, a like a, a loot system in terms of like uh, like grades. So you have like uncommon, common, you know, rare, 
um, like really super rare, and then like you know like legendary or whatever, right? Yeah. So the legendaries in this game, the super legendaries cost twenty five thousand of this in game currency, and there's usually one of those for every gun, you know, mask for the predator, or like uh, or like a skin, right? Anything like that. There's like one of those for each, but there's like maybe six of the one below that. There's like seven for the one below that, and then loads for under that, right? So you've got loads of the uncommon stuff, but less of the really rare stuff. The super rare one costs 25. The one below that costs seven and a half, and then everything below that is somewhere around a couple thousand or a couple hundred, which is actually not bad. Uh, I've played. I mean, I've gone from level one to level 34, and I've got about almost 20,000 in-game currency. Okay. So I can buy two really rare things, or one super rare thing, or like, you know, 20 not-so-rare things. When you say buy, is it a gamble, or is it a... No, so you can, what you can do is you can either buy the thing you want for a set amount, or you can, or you can gamble and buy a... Uh, a box for 500 which is nothing you know i can at the minute i can buy like 30 boxes if i wanted to so sure okay right. i think the good thing about the loot boxes in this is uh well it depends on how you look at it but you can't buy loot boxes with real money you have to okay. earn it within game so which i think is a big i think it actually might be the law now <laughs> like, I yeah i think it i think it might be i think in certain countries it is but i think they're doing that because obviously they didn't want it's sort of like become a bad thing now isn't it well, to be fair, from what I can understand, it is gambling. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, think a lot, I think it is like kids, you know. Although I can't imagine kids playing Predator, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. But I probably, I mean, so, probably, it's, it's become a bit of a, a stigma now, isn't it? You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it seems to me like a game which has faults, but I think people yeah. will still enjoy. Especially I think if I'm going to enjoy fan. watching it being improved. I think that's what I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, hopefully it will get improved i think yeah. i'll come back to it actually and I'll, I'll sort of like how you are wanting to come back to red dead 2 just wait for it to be fixed <laughs> yeah exactly wait it's for not it, necessarily if it, broken. Is. it just it just can be it's early days you know it feels like this game could have come out of the beta let's just say that well how did the balancing of the predator <laughs> not be one of the main things addressed before the game well, came out i think they in their minds they think it's balanced right is it is it just because we don't know how to use it yet I think a, a mixture of it is skill. Yeah, I think it might just be like lack of knowledge of how to do well, maybe. Yeah. The people who yeah. know how to play either the Sapphire team or the Predator well are fine. They're probably not, not too fussed about the balancing. But people who are a bit more casual probably are still you know, a little bit like, oh, I'm dying too much. But that might just be because they're not that good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it could be that. You know. So okay. maybe, maybe they are balanced and you know, people are just annoyed that they're dying too much or whatever and the last thing i think we want to talk about that we I, it's not we've been playing this it's it's getting announced as we speak uh a new assassin's creed game jay uh yeah, image got to, revealed yesterday we have to talk too much about this just because there isn't that much uh weirdly actually, about, yeah. the trailer comes out today it might already be out um, yeah sure. yeah but we'll probably talk about that more in depth next week once we saw the trailer yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, this is a big. There's a big presence of the Creed on this show, so yeah. we'll definitely have a discussion about it. What are your initial thoughts, Jay, on on a Viking AC? Very happy about it. Yeah. Uh, although, it kind of, I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not. It kind of, 
I can't imagine they they would have. How long ago did God of War come out? <laughs> Twenty eighteen. Okay. How long do you reckon this game's been in development? Longer than two years. Yeah. All right. God of War got revealed 2016. So, yeah. I mean, you you wouldn't make a game, though, just because there's another game like that that's been announced. No, right? plus back then you wouldn't have known that the popularity of God of War yeah, was exactly. so big. No one, even huge fans, did not expect God of War to be, like, game of the year. I, yeah, I exactly. Exactly, yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it kind so, of looks like it's it's not it's obviously not copy and pasting God of War because God of War is from the source of you know the mythology of that right yes of all the Norse mythology which people have used in every, in a lot of games yeah for, you know decades so it's not it's not copying it's just taking inspiration from but yeah I think, I'm hoping they'll make it their own I'm hoping it'll be like really gritty and you know yeah. unique to, to AC so. Yeah, for sure. I, I think there is a great opportunity to make this the best Viking game ever made. That being said, there aren't that many. And also, um, I can already see how the Origins Odyssey mechanics are going to filtrate through this game. And I can already imagine the Viking ship you'll control and oh, of course, you know, ships. The, the, the raiding you'll do. It, it, there definitely has potential to be like the violent dark side of the Spartan, so to speak. I kind you know, of like, hope this is going to be like really gory. I hope so. Because you've got the Odyssey side, which is like clean Greece, and then the Vikings is the opposite of that. So there's definitely some potential there. From a personal point of view, though, I can't help but just not be interested in the game itself because I know that I'm basically out of the creed now. Like, really? Or, or, yeah, man. Like, Origins, while a great game, is not Assassin's Creed in my mind. No, I still um, finish it, yeah. I'm only, like, partway through. I've done the same thing with Origins that I did with Buddy Black Flag years ago where sure. I sort of got, like, 10% through and I was like, oh, I'm bored now. <laughs> Dude, the game is so big. It's so big, but it's it not. Big, yeah. It's not substantial, really. So I think for me, it's actually like imp- the time. The time that it's set in is important to me. Yeah, of course. Weirdly, although I used to be obsessed with Greek, uh, with uh, Egyptian mythology. So I still I am. Know. Yeah, I still Dude, am. But I don't know why. A huge... it's, it's not affecting me now. As a huge lover of Egyptian mythology, uh, you know, playing around Egypt in an Assassin's Creed game is an absolute dream come true. It, is really, it's, it feels very Tomb Raider-y, doesn't it? Yeah, but like, yeah. Uh, it, it is a third-person RPG action adventure. Yeah. And in a way, they've perfected that formula. However, you know, the side missions aren't as memorable as, say, Witcher 3 or God of War. So it's kind of just one of those things where it's massive, there's loads to do, it feels great, it's fun, uh, the sandboxing is 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 really really good, but it, there's just nothing to. There's no emotional impact there. Um, right. I've heard Odyssey there is emotional impact, but what I'm saying is I don't want to jump into another 300 hour adventure. And if they keep putting out these games which are like 300 hours, I just can't keep up. And I don't care enough about the Creed anymore. Like I don't know what the vision is. The present day story is a shambles now. I was going to say, um, it's weird. Like I'm very confused, even though I've played everything up to origins, I'm still confused about where the story is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it kind of feels a little bit like a final fantasy story where if you don't know anything about it, you don't know anything about it. <laughs> I think they were trying to do some, you still don't know anything. 
<laughs> yeah, I think they were trying to do a soft reboot of the present day story in it Origins. Kind of feels like it, yeah. But the new girl, I mean, having completed, no, it doesn't really feel like, yeah. Well, yeah, having completed that game, I know there's room there, but it's still like Assassin's Creed has always done that thing where they give you just just enough of the present yeah. day story to want to play the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know about you, but like the first game, you got like nothing, and then the second game was like. Oh my god! Thank you so much for giving us all this information. And yeah. then we had that again in Assassin's Creed Three. And mm-hmm. ever since then, it's just kind of been like, "What's going on?" Yeah, it's kind of been like, "Hang on, what?" I mean, yeah, exactly. Like it, the the story from Assassin's One up until I want to say maybe Syndicate. Yeah, actually, isn't is probably my favorite part of the story. Like it actually goes into the oh, you know, the ancient um, civilization stuff. Yes, I imagine yeah. from you know obviously don't say anything, but because I don't know yet, but I imagine Origin still continues with that, unless they've actually like rebooted it entirely. I don't know, but no, it's not like uh, it's no no no, it's it's more like here are some new characters. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. they kind of did that actually a little bit in um, Unity. Maybe they had that like Russian. Yes, thing. yeah, because obviously there's AC Russia and. China and yeah, so they did AC Chronicles, which are like these two D spin off, two point five D spin off games set in China, Russia, and India. Um, And while the locations again, dream come true, not in that, not in that format. Like where, where is the Samurai Assassin's Creed game? I was expecting it honestly. If I had to, if you had to, if I, if I was a gambling man, I would have said this next one would have been a Samurai one. Well, now I'm Jay. I'm genuinely in my head. I'm thinking like, what can they do next? Samurai is next one, isn't it? It is. It's, it's uh, the history of Japan. It's like uh, Shogun. Yeah, but it's again, Netflix. you've now got you've now got Ghost of Tsushima coming out. Exactly. And which all- is partly why I don't think they're, they're doing that next because they want Ghost to come out and then for Ghost to become old and then. Sure. Is, I reckon they've done this with Valhalla. Like God of War is now what two years old, so it's time for Vikings to come back again for a little while, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe, but I, I think the Japan one, Chinese one, will be the last one of the series. They'll end out on a bang. Oh, you mean they're actually going to stop making Assassin's Creed? <laughs> I think they should. Yeah, I think, oh, I don't know. That's difficult for me to say, actually. I, well, you, know, you... you know what? I genuinely think they peaked with uh, Syndicate. Interesting. I think Syndicate is the peak, and I guess you could say that Origin and Odyssey is equally at, at the same peak, if not higher. Yes. But I don't know yet because I haven't got there. Well, going from fan reaction or or, or new love, uh, Odyssey is definitely up there. Some people are saying it's their favorite Assassin's Creed, but again, if you like, if you like the original Assassin's Creed, I, I I know there's a lot to like there, but I'm just saying that it's not what it was. I guess you could say then one to Syndicate is the original Assassin's Creed. Correct. Uh, everything from Origins above is now Assassin's Creed 2.0. It's different. It's yeah, like exactly. That. It's yeah. a new breed. It because is it a hundred new system, breed. Right? Yeah. It's become more of an RPG than anything else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same. Assassin's Creed 1 to Syndicate is an Assassin's Creed game. Origins and above are Assassin's Creed RPGs. Exactly. Yeah, this is like, yeah. I, I, Jay, in my head, I'm still, I'm still so confused as to how long and how, like, what teams are actually working on these games. Like, how do you come out with Origins <laughs> and then Odyssey the year after, and then you take a year break, and then you come out of our, like, I just don't know 
what the release schedule is and why it's so. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, can you not just make an Assassin's Creed every two years and make it like a really special occasion? Do you know what I mean? A bit like Halo. Like, oh, I see. Can you? So you're saying example, it's less of a special thing because it's so frequent. I am, and I'm also saying, are you sure that Origins is the best possible version of that game it can be? Are you giving it enough time and love and money? Oh, I see. I, I don't know. I'm kind of glad that AC went the way it went, though. Go on. Because it's different, right? You don't want the same... I mean, it's it's like the card kind of formula, right? Do you want the same thing over again, or do you want us to change it slightly to make it more appealing? Sure. But I'm, I'm kind of glad they did, because I think it probably would have potentially got samey. Plus, yeah. they probably wanted to, make, they wanted to challenge themselves and try something different, right? No, yeah, and it creatively... Us, it's also for them as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they wanted to... But... Do something new. We'll, we'll see what Valhalla's like, but for the time being, trying to think of an intro now i want to do a different intro every week for the news um okay okay i got one breaking news you know what i mean a little bit of a yeah a little bit of a voice thing oh god yeah okay i think we'll just call that the cringe section yeah okay okay so you want to talk about a couple of news stories jay they're pretty big so i think you last week it was mainly you that stories but it's yeah it's me this time. yeah jay can we can we just dive straight into the last of us two spoilers because i've got a lot to say about this yeah i've got i don't want to say too much because i know Have you how read much... no that's the thing right so i've seen some i've seen things but i don't know what they mean so oh, i don't the first I, one it does it sounds like you've read some bad I haven't stuff read anything i've seen images that could have yeah that sounds things. really bad but because I'm not fussed about Last of Us, it doesn't affect me. Right? Oh no, sure, 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 sure. But I know sure. you've you've got a very emotional connection to this game, so it affects you a hell of a lot more. Correct. I think for so, me, the, the interest comes from the reason why it was leaked in the first place. Okay, go on then. So Last of Us two, Last of Us two spoilers were leaked. Yeah. Pretty much the um, entire story essentially was leaked. Are you serious? Like pretty much the entire story, yeah. I'd say like the end. Holy moly! Like, most of it, like it shows off. New, it shows off. Oh, I, could, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I did it. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah, no, Jay. I can't. Like, ser- Like this is it. Genuinely, I, I don't know what to say. This is absolutely gobsmacking, shocking, horrible. Like you are talking about arguably the most anticipated game ever made, and I'm not exaggerating that. 
Yeah. People think The Last of Us is the best game ever made. Okay. Quite a lot of people, actually. And this is the sequel arriving uh, seven years later. Without question, Jay. Could be Game of the Generation. Okay. And well, it could be game of the well. I don't, I want to, I don't want to say game of the decade because it's obviously the first year of a decade. <laughs> that is true. If, if, this, if this had come out July last year, it could have been game of the decade. It's, we, it's true, and it is my opinion, my personal opinion, from the very limited things I've seen, that I have absolute faith that this game is better than the first Last of Us, and that is really hard to, to beat. <sighs> so the spoilers have been leaked, and. Uh, yeah, again, off the bat, I can't believe this has happened. This is like... I can believe this, it. <laughs> I just, just, I mean, I'm it's such surprised. a... It seemed like a very Naughty Dog thing to do. Well, it's like... I, I just can't express... Like, of all the games to leak, this is possibly the worst one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, God of War 2 story leak, that would also be so bad. From there, from like, from a, from a, you know, from someone who loves the game's point of view, from uh, a developer point of view, it's, it's just, I can't believe this is out there. I'm, me and my brother, we text the other day and we're like, El, listen, there are spoilers out there. You need to stop going on Facebook. Like, I'm and not Twitter. joking. It's all over Twitter. This is not, it's this everywhere. is not a joke. Like, I'm not joking here. This is code red. Yeah, everyone needs to be on alert and locked down because people have seen it and I can tell you now Jay if I get this thing spoiled for me I might actually cry I'm trying to think if I've had anything spoiled for me game wise before yeah I don't think I have okay I think from because we've been spoken before how I like to even like jump ahead sometimes if a game's been out for a month and yeah, I was don't like, you know the end. <laughs> aren't you yeah i was gonna say you probably know like everything anyway what about last of us the first no one? no but like no no but like before you jump into a game so uh, most of the time not always I, I i do like a good amount of mystery okay right. like i didn't with final fantasy 7 i mean there's so, so much of it i would have already known because of the you know the pre-existing story but there is a lot that's different so oh true yeah, yeah. so sorry yeah so do you want to just go into the the article what for the last last was two stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So Who's it's it coming by? out. What the leak or the the article in general? The article. Uh, IGN. Okay. Who wrote by it? Joe Scrabbles. Joe Scrabbles. Okay. Um. Yeah. So the the game's coming out June nineteenth. I want to say. It's supposed to be coming out June. Yeah, 19th. release date literally announced the other day because it yeah. got delayed. That and Ghost of Tsushima, it's like yeah, nineteenth of June and then seventeenth of July for Ghost of Tsushima or something like that. So Naughty Dog actually released a, a, a message on their Twitter saying okay. um, they know that the last few days have been difficult for people. They feel the same. It's disappointing to see a release of sharing a pre-release footage for the from development. Do your best to avoid spoilers, and we ask that you don't spoil it for others. The Last of Us 2, Part 2 will be in your hands soon. No matter what you see in here, the final experience will be worth it, right? So they basically want to reassure people that no matter what you see, it could be alluding to something that's completely different to what, how it actually finishes or, you know, where. Sure, sure. They, they basically want to say, look, we've made a good game. We've put a lot of time into it. Don't don't think that what you see is going to affect your gameplay. or experience. Yeah, don't write off the whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say... That the 
person who leaked it was someone from inside Naughty Dog. So the rumor is an ex-employee, from what I know. Is it ex-employee? Is it? Is it... Or, or, sorry, yeah, no, you're right. Like an an employee. Oh, okay, um, but I, I don't think they know who it is. No, no. Um... I, I I can safely say, Jay, that there. I don't think there is any excuse to do anything like this. I think the only one you could potentially come up with is if they'd been if the person who leaked it had been wronged in by the company in any way. Okay, right, and and that's understandable. But, but that, for that's, me, that's still, that's still not an excuse. I know what you mean, but like for me, it's like <laughs> okay. Let's say they were wronged. Okay, like okay, fine. You need to take legal action. That is not good. It's morally wrong. It shouldn't be done again. However, you're not just jeopardizing the company, right? Which which I think we can kind of move to one side you're jeopardizing hundreds of people's years of work and that to me is almost insurmountable in terms of why you would do this oh. you're you're not just talking about the creative director you're talking about almost everyone on that team who from what i can tell you know the naughty dog team love what they work on otherwise the games wouldn't be 10 out of 10s from what i can tell so it's kind of like, why would you ruin that for so many people? Like they, whoever did this is going to regret this for the rest of their life. Well, that's if they get caught. Yeah. Well, if they get caught, yeah. Um, it's just heartbreaking, mate. It's just yeah. so bad. This bad. game has affected a lot of people, whether it be for better or worse. Um, but I'd say for the people who are affected better. You know, if they do end up seeing something and that you know it ruins their experience, it's gonna that's it then, and you can't take that back. Exactly. Thing, so, and I thought yeah. we were moving out of this spoiler, you know, culture, but um, especially no. <laughs> with Avengers Endgame, which I thought personally was so minimal, considering it was the biggest film ever made. To be honest, the spoilers that did come out for that weren't spoilers for a lot of comic book fans. Right, because they knew what was going to happen anyway. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they did, though, mate. I did. Okay. To an extent. I mean, to the let's say the story the spoilers for part one. Let's say. Oh no, mate. Oh yeah, no. Part one. I literally said before I went in, as someone who doesn't know the story, I was like, I was ever since they announced the film, I was like, the Avengers are going to get their ass kicked in that film. Like that's just how it goes. Yeah, but I think people like for the average viewer who cares about the films but not necessarily the comics they, and they'd want to have that you know not a sport for them i guess there's a lot of those people so yeah sure it would affect you that way but i, I don't think i don't think they're actually as bad as what um you know as they could have been yeah sure like it no, could absolutely. have been so much worse like it, well, I saw it really thought, bad. well yeah of course that happens like that's what happens in the comic so why are you complaining like anyone yeah. who was a fan enough to actually just read the comic would have known it anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they did change a lot, but they also didn't change a lot. So, yeah. So, what what are your thoughts on the last of us two spoilers, mate, being out there? <sighs> well, as someone who's not too fussed about the initial game anyway, yeah, like it doesn't really affect me that much. But in terms of it happening at all nowadays, and it makes me worried for future games. Like, I don't want so if if Cyberpunk got spoiled, I guess, but. Because we don't actually there's know so that much of that game, it. though. Like, there's so much. Like, how do you spoil that game? Do you release you all two thousand pages of the of like the story? It's difficult to spoil a game that's an original IP that's the first of its kind, right? 
Yeah. But if it was a, yeah. if it was a sequel to Cyberpunk, then yes, it would be spoilers because you already know the story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Think, which is why Last of Us Two is more impactful of it being leaked because it's the second one. It's very anticipated. A lot of people have been looking forward to the continuation of an already beloved story, so it's it's more of a spoiler territory to be in. Yeah. I think uh, Assassin's Creed have obviously uh, had uh, leaks before, haven't they? Like every every game, yeah. Yeah, I think the na- I think Valhalla is probably the first AC that hasn't had its name spoiled. No, but it did get the whole like Viking era got leaked. It did. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, it actually really bums yeah. me out because as a big Assassin's Creed fan, I would love for the trailer to be the reveal of like the era. But yeah. there we are. Yeah. But um. What uh, just to put it in, just a last comment to put it in perspective, Jay. I would rather, if I had to choose, I would rather pick The Last of Us Part Two over Cyberpunk. What for your anticipated game? F- for like a game that I had to play. Like if you were like guns oh, yeah, to my head, you can only play one of them. It would be Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, for me it'd be Cyberpunk. I guess that's just personal preference, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you haven't played the first one, so. Well, yeah, I guess, but I can I can already tell by the the subject matter of this, of what it is, right? So oh I no, never, sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying. I never, all I was saying is, like, if you played the first one, I feel like you could, you, you know, you could be a better place to definitely know which one you prefer. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but I I can I think I can. I mean, I know how the, the, what happens in the first one just because of what I've seen online enough of, right? I've watched okay. enough videos to know. But I think me personally, just by the how I think Cyberpunk's going to be and how I think... And how much you love uh, Cyberpunk stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think Blade Runner is like the perfect example, right? That's like one of my favorite films of all time, right? Yeah. And Cyberpunk is basically Blade Runner, the, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's just better in terms of that because it's more modern. There's, you can actually like augment. It's a bit like Deus Ex as well because you can augment yourself, right? I think so, yeah. That's insane. Like for me, Cyberpunk is almost like like how we spoke before about you and Red Dead or me and you with becoming a Jedi in Star Wars, that like, you get to live that life for a little bit, you know. Yeah. Whereas I don't think I'd want to live the life as the people in Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Uh yeah, I do. Yeah, so I think yeah. by going by that we'll go that. But yes, yeah, I can I can totally understand why you'd want to play Last of Us Two over Cyberpunk. I can understand it and I appreciate you for saying so. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. I get it. I totally get it. So, much more on, on your kind of yeah, you know, game that you've played recently. Um, <sighs> yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake could be more than a trilogy. So there's actually two parts to this story. Um, okay. So yeah, the idea, this is IGN again, but this is by uh, Matt Perslow this time. Okay. Uh, so the developers of... Final Fantasy VII Remake have said that for them to be able to get this out quicker, they could potentially do it as more parts, right? Mm-hmm. Smaller versions of the full game, but just in more increments. Yeah. So instead of it being like two or three large parts, it'll be one large part and then maybe f- another three or four smaller parts to go be, you know, after it. Yeah. Which I th- a lot of people seem to be happy with, but a lot of other people don't seem to be happy with. I think it depends on, you know, how how frequently you want to play it, right? And how long you want the game to be. Like, if it was up to me, I'd have this in three or four parts that were 
between 30 and 40 hours long. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, I don't think I'd want this in like three or four parts that were 20 hours long now. Right. I want, well, I want each I gonna, one to be at least as long as this first one. I was going to ask you, <laughs> what, what is the optimum? Would you rather wait longer? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Thing is though, I think from what people have calculated is that the end of this, the last part of this series could come out eight years from now. Oh God. Yeah. In terms of time frames and how long it's taken to make the first one, if, if things go by schedule, if they did it in increments of how large this game is, the last one won't come out until between 2026 and 2028. Oh my God. So, um, we're either going to get the last game in eight years from now or between five and six years from now. Five or maybe, six years maybe, not too bad. Maybe even four years from now, we don't know. What I was going to ask, I was literally thinking about this the other day, mate, right? <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, okay, so like apparently the development was troubled, but at the end of the day, people seem really happy with the end result. My question is, how pressed were they to finish this first part? Like, how how... How much further are they into parts two, three, whatever? Right, like how how far along in development are they? Because yeah, if they're exactly, basically yeah. starting from the ground, like starting like not from the ground, like they've got the character models know, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if they're basically starting the second one now, like you're talking at least two years. Yeah, two years minimum if they've just started making the next one. Yeah, I, and, I and that's they're at least assuming... a year into development. They must be. I hope so. And that's also assuming that it'll be as big as this one. So thing is, though, I kind of hope they aren't because I kind of hope they've taken, they, they've now, they've have only put their time into this, into the first one. So I mean, at the expense of the, I feel like if you'd, if you'd had spread the development between making this first one and then the second one, the second one would be the, both the first and second one would be of lesser quality. Right. Well, no, because at some point you have to move on to the second one. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to move on to the second one once you've put all your dedication to the first one? Well, no, because then the second one might suffer. Yeah, but it, sh- it should be the opposite, right? It should suffer less because you've now put all your attention onto the second one rather than just some of your attention. No, because it, it might be the case that putting parts of the attention on both will mean better products overall. What? From from how so? <laughs> so, for example, uh, I don't know anything about game development, sure. but it could be that you've got concept artists who are basically done on the first game. So it's like, well, it makes sense oh, to start the second I game. See. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. From that. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like a pre-production uh, perspective, you mean? And even maybe some gameplay designers, like maybe it just makes more sense logistically to put a, you know, a, a few gameplay designers on the second game rather than all on okay. the first game. Uh, I, I, know you you I know yeah, what you're no, saying. I know what you're saying. I know, I know you're, what you mean now. It makes sense actually. In terms of like, like um, scheduling, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, like I know what you're saying. You're saying like let's make the first game as good as possible, which I completely agree with. I'm just thinking for like it's it's confusing because we again we don't know what scheduling's like, but I'm sure that I'm sure that they well they have done what they needed to because the game's delivered, hasn't it? Yeah, they probably got most of what they needed to do design wise probably about a year ago, right? I hope so. Um, Whereas. And from that point, they could have already got started on concept art and maybe some models for the rest of the second part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming from now. Right, so the, the second part of this story that I want to talk about is 
they also sort of added on the end of this uh, saying that the, the story from now on isn't going to be that much different from the original Final Fantasy VII because the first one was fairly drastically different. Right. So, uh, so because the first one was different, it w- I would assume that would set up the rest of the games being different as well. So I'm not. I can't. I won't. This what I'm about to say won't spoil anything, right? But uh, Jay, I, I don't. I don't know. You start. <sighs> I'm, I'm hesitating. I mean, you can cut it out if you want. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know, but okay. Can you can you just phrase it in a really really broad way made it look like the rest of the story could potentially be either the same or different that's fine that's that's great or could be a mixture of both right it could be similar but still different which is okay that's great it was similar but it wasn't exactly the same okay fine i think a lot of people i've been watching a lot of videos of people uh debating sort of what the ending could have meant right Uh uh-huh what it could have meant for the next game yeah, and I think from that feedback, the developers have looked at it and gone, "Oh crap!" People think it's going to be too different. We need to say it's not going to be that different. <laughs> I thought the the general response was positive for the story being different. Oh, I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's a a fifty fifty split. I think some people are angry, stroke annoyed that it could be too different. Okay. Whereas some of the other fans are like, "I'm glad with that it's at least somewhat different because I wouldn't want it to be exactly the same." So, do you believe them? When they say oh, it will be the same, yes and no. I think it will be this. So there's one thing I'm hoping it doesn't do. But I'm not going to say what that is, right? I'm hoping that that what they said means that what we're thinking they're going to do, they're not going to do. But I think they're still going to do it. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's all I can say. Like, there's one thing they could possibly do. If they do it, more people are probably going to be upset. But if they don't do it, people are not going to be upset. So I'm hoping they don't do it. That's what I'm going to say. Do you think creatively, though, that they owe themselves to do it? Yeah, it just depends on whether them then doing that would change too much or if they're doing it just as like a side part of the original sure. thing, right? Sure, 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 I'm sure, hoping it's, sure. I'm hoping if they do do it, it just becomes quite a small aspect. And I'm hoping what if they do do that thing, it'll be from more of an emotional grab for the fans because what part of that is is more of an emotional part of the story. Sure. There's like a part that we didn't really get to experience too much in the first, uh, the, you know, the game, the original game that came out 23 years ago. We got to experience some of it, but not enough of it, right? Yeah, so I think they're just building on that emotional part of it. I think that's all they want to do. They just want to, they just want to broaden what we had hoped for in the in the game 23 years ago. I think that's what they they want to do. Okay, got that, it. That that really is like vague as hell. <laughs> no, I <laughs> really appreciate it. I think you've People done a fabulous job. I don't know exactly what I'm talking about, but if if you haven't, then you shouldn't. Have no, worry. no, you've but you've done a fabulous job. Um, so do you, so your what are your thoughts on moving forward? Would you rather they just just go with a different approach, or honestly, I kind of wish they'd made the game a one to one ratio. Really? Right, exactly oh, the same. Uh, really? Exactly the same. I, part, uh, yeah, I'd say 99% of my, my opinion is it should have been exactly the same. 1% of me is being like exactly the same but slightly different. But you seemed quite positive on the changes they made oh, no, and, and the expanded emphasis they had on each area. 
it's just the ending made it seem like it could be like a completely different thing. I don't want that at all. I want it to be the same. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. So that I think it sounds like they're just calming fans down to say, yeah, look, we're not, like, whoa, 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 we're, we're not, we're not, we're not, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Like we're not, we're not re like we're not redoing it here. Yeah. This isn't Final Fantasy, you know, seven brackets version two. It's like this, we're just, we're just doing a little stuff differently. That's all. I think that could be a lie, though. Well, you think they will do a completely different game? No, I think it'll be the same game. But I think that what they're gonna, what we're hoping they're not gonna do, they're gonna do. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that. I know they're gonna do it because they're gonna want to do that to be able to just sell it more. Okay. Got you. Well, so it'll sell more <laughs> copies, even though it'll make people angry. People still play it. It's like. It's like. For me, it's the same as the the end game, right? Yeah, I wanted to see it because it's the the ending of the entire Marvel universe, but I didn't want to see it because Captain Marvel was in it. <laughs> That's not sure. a lie. I ha- the thing is same, even the same with Captain Marvel movie. I did not want to see that movie at all, but I had to for the story. Oh, see, honest, I didn't, I didn't bother, didn't mate. No, yeah, yeah I, I, she was hardly in it. You didn't, you didn't really need to, but I, I had to just see. I had to to find out. I do so not like her short hair. I hate, I hate, I fucking hate that character. <laughs> I really do. Uh, Honestly, what's, I, what's I, Captain I Marvel even about? Wish... What? What's Captain Marvel even about? <laughs> what, you want me to go into it? Nah, nah, it's cool. It's cool. So all I'm going to say on that is, is that I know that Captain Marvel is going to be probably a very, like the new Captain America, and that's going to bug the hell out of me. I'm not going to want to see those movies. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's genuinely making my blood boil. Do you know what's funny? I think I think there are people who organise the MCU who know that a lot of people don't want to see that. Yeah, but they put, but they've put the themselves is, in that position. The thing is, they think they don't want to see it because they hate women, but that's not the real. That's not why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Character yeah. sucks. Character <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatsoever. They're trying to make her seem like this really powerful character, and yes, yeah, she is powerful. But they try they try to make her seem like she is the guardian of the universe like she is the end all be all of she's god, power yeah, but she's yeah, not. Yeah. she got given this power accidentally <laughs> Jesus. oh it's so so stupid they tried to oh, honestly i'm gonna get annoyed if i even talk about it all right all right let's move on let's move on yeah, yeah there is. So- first segments we've done for this show this is fun facts okay so i was playing a lot of red dead 2 so i thought it might be a nice thing to go into some you know online stuff and find some fun facts about red dead 2 so yeah i might do this for potentially like final fantasy or something next week yeah man um i recommend it so 
I found quite a few that, like, you know, were fun facts, but not really. Like, the guy who plays Arthur Morgan is Irish. Like, that's not... That's uh, interesting. That's, yeah, but, like, all right, it is, but I already knew that, and I want something that actually surprised Someone me. Someone listening to this probably didn't. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> like, I didn't true. know it until I looked up just now. I mean, well, I feel like I, I should have known because I saw the interview with him, but I just didn't pay attention. His interview, his uh, accent is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Great, yeah. um, so, the one fact that stood out to me about Red Dead 2 was in the development process, and they were making the trailers for the game, every trailer had 70 drafts before it oh, was released. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. So... 70. 70, different, 70 different versions and edits before it was finally revealed, every trailer. So I think that just is an example of how dedicated Rockstar are to not only perfecting the game, but perfecting the marketing cycle to the game's release, <sighs> which they yeah, are. You have to do that kind of thing, right? Yeah, I just thought That's it was really a, impressive. A very big part of making a game big is the making it as perfect as you possibly can. Thing is, though, exactly. there's games that can be super gritty, but still be, you know, the best of their kind. Yeah, like so. no marking has gone to it whatsoever, but it's still big, you know. And looking on the, a screenshot of the first trailer, the first trailer is uh, scenes or shots from different locales in Red Dead 2. And by the way, when I saw this in 2016, I was like, there is no way this game looks that good. And it does. Um, and then it finishes with like a group of guys like riding their horses towards something, and you can like see no one's face. But now looking back on it, you can totally tell who everyone is from like their outfits and stuff, which is cool. But yeah, uh, yeah I just wanted to uh, okay. And another last fact for you for Red Dead Two: the person who plays Jack Marston, the as in the kid Jack Marston in the game, yeah, voiced by a woman, which is not that, <laughs> which is not that. Uh, uncommon, as no, you know, Jay, no. because Mark the person Simpson. who voices exactly. Yeah. So um, it helps with scheduling and stuff like that. Prepubescent boys sound like fully grown women sometimes. <laughs> they do. Like, there's so many girls who are in their like, t- between 20s and 30 who sound like prepubescent boys. It's, it's true. I just it's do. It's just like they're good at doing that high pitched, you know, young boy thing. It's true. All right. Next segment for the show, Jay, for the TGO show, genre of games. So this isn't really genre, but I, I wanted to talk about it. We obviously have both finished Fallen Order now. I finished it like last week. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a bit more about, I know we've touched on this before, but I want to talk a little bit more about the Star Wars games that we've played that have moved us, that we're really impressed by. So I'm just going to throw out a few, if that's okay with you, Jay. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll so, mention them as well. The ones that immediately come to my mind, both of the Knights of the Old Republic games are just incredible. How we're so lucky to get them from such a talented studio, I don't know. Or studios, I should say. Uh, Republic Commando, severely underrated. First-person shooter, squad tactics. Um, it's it's awesome. It's so awesome. It fills in some really cool gaps from episode two to three, and I really love it. Obviously, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, almost like the perfect, um, what would you even call it? Like simulated sh- battleground shooter? Like, it's just, it's just so fun. It's, well, it's so like fun. Just all the best battles from Star Wars and just making you be able to play them as a multiplayer. Exactly. Right? And like, exactly. Either side. Yeah, it's very, and, um, very good. 
And these are the reg- original, sorry, yeah, original Battlefront one and two. They're just so so good. Yeah, I mean, I I do like the newer ones. They are, and again, they're they're just an improvement on the old ones. Oh, that, mm, I think yeah. they're good. I think they are. They they remind they're me good a lot. Games. Of, um, I'm not denying they're good games. Um, yeah, they're good. And then there's a couple of like odd ones that stand out for whatever reason. I've got a special history mm-hmm. with the Force Unleashed, which I think is. Yeah, me too. I don't think that game was what me and Jay expected because I know that we were very following that game very into. I still remember Jay that magazine you had, which had like concept art of Vader overlooking Circular in like this yep. incredible looking background. Dude, we and the premise of the game is incredible, and I'm not saying that the game's bad, but I think me and Jay were expecting like the perfect Star Wars RPG, and it's not that. No, but it's not. It's, it's a really cool game. And I think it's because it came out... I think if you made Force Unleashed now, it'd be really, really good. Yes, correct. Yeah. It would be more like Force Unleashed. Yeah, I think... Yeah. The thing is, I think they need to... Not necessarily change Force Order, but make a separate Star Wars game that's more like Force Unleashed now. We, we mate, Dude, we just need more single-player Star Wars games. Like, yeah, period. we do. We need, like, we need more. But we need a, we need a Sith side. Oh, Yeah. I want yeah. to play the bad guy. I want that red lightsaber. Give me that red lightsaber. <laughs> just give it to me. I'm not, Dude, I'm not I was literally like, oh, they better let me be a red, have a red lightsaber and fall in order. I was pissed. I was so annoyed. I was like, why? Why? I actually Googled into it, and I think there's like a whole thing about the developers being like, we didn't even want the character to even like be even close to any amount of Sith sure. thing. And I was like, oh, that's so disappointing. <laughs> You asshole! Why'd you do well, that? To be fair, the Force Unleashed does put you in those shoes for a few missions. Um, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the last game I think I'll mention uh, Star Wars Knight Jedi Academy, and I think it's it's part of the Jedi Knight series, but it's just one that me and my brother got, and we really enjoyed the enjoyed it. So, enough about me, Jay. What what have you got for me? So yeah, top of the list is Fallen Order and and Force Unleashed, right? They are like to oh. me, like the best Star Wars games. So just let's just let's just lay the groundwork now, Jay. Are we saying that Fallen Order is the best Star Wars game? I think it is, yeah. <sighs> yeah. What Honestly, no, right, okay. Let's say this for this generation, it's the best one. I think without question, Jay, because the only other ones we've got are Battlefront games. Exactly right. Although, honestly, I'd make somewhat of an argument that Battlefront 2 has probably some of the best game modes of what you can do with certain certain characters in, in the story. Like, you can play as Count Dooku. Like, that, to me, one of the best things about Star Wars Battlefront 2. 100%. But you can play Count Dooku in Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, maybe. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, they've, they've got this thing. They've got, like, heroes versus villains in Battlefront 2, right? In the original, no, in the in in uh, the latest ones. Yeah, sure, but that was in the original as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a, it, <laughs> how do I say? Uh, it is. It's, it's, it's better. better. It looks better. It's, it's, it's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better. You know, just overall improved version. Sure, 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 sure. sure, uh, sure comparing sure. that to, I think Fort, you can't really compare Battlefront Two to Fallen Order because it's okay. Well, uh, how much? It's multiplayer much... versus single player, right? How much more did you have? Did you enjoy your time more with Fallen Order than all the hours you spent with Battlefront Two? Yes, 
Okay, I think that's your answer. <laughs> okay, but I, okay. That's, uh, Force Unleashed is the best previous generation uh, Star Wars game. Star Wars game, I would say. Which is a bit of a shame because again, we didn't get that many, and of course, we have the notorious cancellation of thirteen thirteen two weeks before it comes out. We've dude. also got the new- oh, dude, I don't get dude. And then, and then there's rumors. I think I told you there's, there was rumors that, that, like, when they were talking about Fallen Order, they were like, "Yeah, we really want a bounty hunter game." It's like, you mean the one you just f- cancelled? And um, you know, it'd be good we- if they did Mandalorian the game. Well, oh, dude, Star Wars bounty hunters awesome. so hard. And what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh yeah, and of course, possibly the worst cancellation of video game history is Star Wars Battlefront Battlefront Three. Oh, the old one? Yeah. Yeah, Like, dude, I've seen the leaked trailers for that game. That game looked a 10 out of 10. I mean, they can still make it. I doubt they will. (laughs) Dude, I'm not joking here. That game was going to do the land to, like, ground battles. That is next level. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. uh, What were you going to say? Yeah, so Fallen Order, you think, is Force Unleashed... No, no. Let me let me give my head straight here, Jay. Fallen Order. Do I think that's the best Star Wars game ever made? I think it's up there. Yeah. I haven't had much time to reflect. I'm guessing on yours it. would probably be one of the Old Republic ones, wouldn't it? I do think they are. Would better. you say Old Republic is the best Star Wars game of that generation? So like, here's the thing, Jay. I grew up. I grew up with Code War Two. So I have more nostalgia for the second game, and I actually think the second game is written better. Okay. So I think KOTOR 2 is probably my favourite Star Wars game. Okay. I think KOTOR 1 is probably argued as the best Star Wars game. Yeah, makes sense. I know my dad is definitely probably going to agree with you there. Okay. So what, what, and and Force Unleashed, you obviously, did you like Force Unleashed 2? Yeah, I loved them them both. Oh, cool. Completed them. Like two or three times each. Cool. Super fun. Super super fun. Did you did you finish it on the hardest difficulty? I think so. Yeah. Wow, that's not nice. say so. Sorry, yeah. So I interrupted your flow. So, and what other games were you gonna? Were you gonna? So there's two: uh, Star Wars Starfighter and Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. I think I played these on GameCube. I think you'd be right there. Because I think I still have it. <laughs> actually, I, I know I have them on PS4 as well, actually, because they came out in like a set that you could buy. Yeah. But I think I originally played either... I think it might have been Jedi Starfighter on uh, on GameCube. Actually, no, it might have been... It might have been no, it was, just Star, it was the first one. It was Starfighter. Yeah, Star Wars Starfighter, I think, came out on PS2, GameCube, and the original Xbox. And I played that a lot. I don't know why. It's just so I played it a lot too. Yeah, it was like surprisingly good. It does not hold up today, but uh, dude, back in back in the day, it was fun. Dude, literally, I played the sequel because it was free on uh, Xbox Live or something yeah. the other like month, and I was like, "This game is not good." But yeah. the like you say, I I literally played that game so much, and I've got no idea why. I I'm looking at images of it now. It looks awful. <laughs> Yeah, it does. I don't know why, but GameCube me was just like, this is cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even that long ago. I must have played it, oh, God, 10, 15 years ago, maybe. I mean, that's quite long ago. 
Yeah, I mean, that is long ago, but in my mind, it's not that long ago. I know, I know. Weirdly. I know. Um, and the other one, which I still think they need to make into a game now, and if they don't, I'm going to be pissed, <laughs> is uh, Star Wars Racer Revenge. Oh! Pod racing Come on! Now, my ultimate Star Wars game will consist of this, and only this, pod racing. Oh, okay? Yes. The, the day... That that is announced is the day I will finally be able to die happy. Okay. Yeah. I need this game, my guy. I'm not even joking. I I played Star Wars: Race of Revenge recently, and I got quite a lot of the trophies on it, and I enjoyed every second of it. Dude, this they've they've got they've 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 got this on PlayStation with trophies. Yeah, they've got the whole set. They've got Jedi Starfighter. They've got Race of Revenge. They've got a with, new, with like, the whole set with with trophies. Yeah. Oh no, dude, they're oh, fun. No. They're really fun. Oh. I played as Anakin like from my first playthrough, and it's so fun. And dude, you can I unlock can't... more people to race with, like all the races yeah. from the original film. My yeah. guy, Jay, oh. Jay, I literally did. Jo- I'm not joking here. I-, I did the exact same thing. I got all the medals for all the characters from the original game, including yeah. Sabalba. Yeah, got yeah. More. Oh, dude, that is. So what? This is oh. my this, this is my ultimate fantasy, right? Okay. You can either be actually. Let's just say this: you can be your own. You can do a character creation, make your own character, or they have a set character, like a new person who's like Anakin, but not really. He's like a kid, or maybe yeah, even sure. an adult that you can. That it's like a bit like Cal. What's his name? Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. Yeah. So you've got this is all canon, by the way. Okay. So you've got a new Cal Kestis. <laughs> not. Yeah. Maybe it might even be a girl, right? It might even be like a new girl who's canon, who's like a Jedi, right? Yeah, but she doesn't. She doesn't know she's a Jedi. She hasn't. She hasn't unlocked her powers yet, or whatever. she hasn't. She hasn't been trained or whatever, right? Yeah. So pod racing is still a thing, and you have to go through the game with like. Maybe the start of the game is you have to literally scrounge scrapyards on planets to find the best parts of pod racers that have been discarded over the years, and you build your own pod racer. Like that's oh, the start so of the cool. game. You build your own one, and it costs you have to like go out and do side missions to make it make the money to be able to buy the parts. And then once you finally do get this really rundown, crappy pod racer, you then have to play a mission in the story where you 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 lose like your first ever race, or maybe you even win your first ever race, and you become like you now earn enough money to be able to upgrade it more and more. And it becomes like a pod racer RPG where you've got to like be both outside of the pod racing on the planets and both inside of it to be able to become like the end of the game is you're the champion pod racer now, but you're also a Jedi and you end up fighting Sith at the end. And then the, maybe your enemy in the pod racing is also a Sith general or like a Sith person, you know, Oh man, that'd just be so, Oh, and then maybe there's a mission where you're on a pod racer, but it's like controlling itself with like computers and you have to like fight with lightsabers on top of the pod racer and you're like crashing and there's sparks flying everywhere. My guy, I've thought about this a lot, okay? That sounds like the perfect game, dude. I know! <laughs> yeah. Sounds it, like the perfect oh, game. it would be so good. I dream oh. about this. Oh, I dream about it so much. I, honestly, yeah, I'm gonna I... have to I'm gonna have to go on PlayStation now and find out. See, this is the beauty, is that Xbox don't do this where they have like they just pour old games and add achievements. I don't know if Xbox have it. It'd be good if they did, but I don't think they do. If they do, it'll be on back. Like again, they don't have a cheat. Like the fact that it has trophies makes me want to play this game. 
that's the important uh, trophy to me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, another couple of games I forgot to mention: Lego Star Wars, obviously, is like classic. Yeah, it's just playing point. the story of the film, isn't it? But with Lego, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a good overall game. And also, obviously, forgot Rogue Squadron, Rogue Leader, the classic mm-hmm. um, games. Jay, I'm looking at some of these covers, right? And it actually surprises me that you know, Kotor one and two had such incredible video game covers. Like, That's what that, actually impressed me a little bit of the new one of the Jedi Fallen Order cover. It reminded me a little bit of that. Sure. Like a sure. lot of the Star Wars movie posters all have the same visual. Like They've all got characters with characters behind them and they're like, all in like a stance or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and they've yeah. done that with the new one and I did that with, with, um, with The Old Republic, right? Yeah, they kind of had that that movie poster look to it, where it had the characters all like in like a certain yeah. order with like lightsabers coming out and stuff like that. Yeah, it was all yeah. very original Star Wars. Whereas you look at like Force Unleashed, it's just him on the front with a lightsaber. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just yeah. very plain Jane kind of whatever. Right? Plain Western Jane, and we will, <laughs> I, I will forever give contempt <laughs> to the boring video game covers we have. God, they're so bad. Um, oh, oh my God, I just found something. Okay. So that uh, uh, pod racer game I was talking about, Racer Revenge, yeah. was actually the the sequel to episode yeah. uh, Star Wars Episode One, Racer Racer, right? Yeah, which uh, by the way is it's like is more favourable generally to most people. So I haven't played that one, but the apparently the remaster has been delayed on PS4, and this article came out yesterday or two days ago. Huh. So it's been wow. delayed until May twenty sixth. Now it's supposed to come out recently huh so i might have to get that yeah <laughs> if it's any For good sure. if it's like a really good remaster i might have to get it jay any thoughts on the old republic the mmorpg by bioware um so Which i is still going by the way because even though disney now owns star wars so say that again the old republic do you mean the game or do you mean the yeah yeah so so there's two Knights of the Old Republic games, one made by Bioware and one made by Obsidian, and they're like RPGs. And then Bioware made the Old Republic, which is an MMORPG. Right, yeah, yeah. Game. I have played it. It's not bad. Yeah, me too. I've also played it. I'd, I thought it would be it's a knockout park, but no. like... It, That's the problem. No. MMORPGs can never, ever... I've never played an MMORPG and been like, this is what I needed. <laughs> they they never ever fulfill oh. me. They never ever give me the satisfaction of what I've got in my head. My head, my imagination is so much better than what I've ever played. I still think that my imagination is better than uh, Fallen Order, dude. Hundred percent. You're it's literally in my mind right now. It's been the closest ever. In fact, Fallen Order has been the closest to what's been inside my head this entire time ever. It's been so close, but it's not quite yeah. there. Oh, it's you... so close. But Jay is. Is anything going to match your your mind, your imagination, your expectations? Yeah, pod race RPG. Let's go. <laughs> oh god! You might even play as a Sith in that, and you so, might be the bad guy. I want a game where I'm the bad guy. Do you? Do you? Have you ever played a game which genuinely hits or exceeds your your imagination? Oh, that is a really bloody good question. Because I haven't. Tell you what, Borderlands. Uh, okay, might actually be up there. Actually, Borderlands Three. The more I've played it, the more I love it. It's actually oh, grown on me. When I first played it, I was a bit like, oh, okay. But then I, I think Borderlands 3 is actually the best Borderlands. I, I, I've always said that since it released. Better than 1. 
Although one has a nostalgia factor for me, so it's slightly different. Two has well, Handsome two Jack. Is, I would actually say that um, pre-sequel is better than two. Jay, you are out of your mind. But only, only because I enjoyed it more. You are out of, of your mind. I feel like two has better bosses, but pre-sequel was just an... an, an, an pre-sequel might as well have been called Borderlands 2... Point, you know, version yeah yeah exactly yeah it might have been it might as well have been 2.5 so yeah i think people see borderlands the pre-sequel more as borderlands 1.8 oh wow that's 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 uh interesting yeah i think that's the general um uh, uh, look jay when crossplay comes out or whatever okay or whatever like i'm just saying <laughs> if we ever get the chance to play borderlands 2 in the pre-sequel together i'm telling you now you will definitely know that borderlands 2 is better i think for me it actually might have been because i i i couldn't do well on borderlands 2 how come oh because you were zero i always felt underpowered were you zero no, I've, I've played as all the characters oh okay but i've the only game i've ever felt powerful in a Borderlands game, is one and three. Two yes. in pre-sequel, I've never felt very powerful. I've always felt underpowered. I've always felt like, Dude, well... I, I literally completely I agree. Well? I, I got I got to my third New Game Plus, if you will, <laughs> yeah. of Borderlands 2 on the Handsome Jack collection, and I, I can't play it, mate. I, I can't no, play it. I, 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 I die. I, I walk up to a boss and I'm instantly dead. Yeah. I can't I thought it was my character build, right? And my mates were so like, oh, you've got the wrong character, you've got the wrong character. I was like... Oh, I've got the wrong character build. That like, shouldn't okay. be an excuse. And then, and be, I... Any character should be good enough. Exactly. The game yeah, should be designed that I can play it. Oh, God. Three feels like I could walk into any boss room with any character, with any build, and still feel capable of being able to defeat it. Exactly. And yeah. Borderlands 2, again, my mates are like, oh, no, you've got the wrong build. And then I respect it, and I still couldn't do it. So please... You know, but dude, I completely agree. Like Borderlands Two for me is broken in that respect. Like I can't, I can't play it anymore, and I wanted to, but I can't because I die. And um, I'm so glad you said that, mate, because I thought I was alone there. But what about Borderlands? Or yeah, being being underpowered. I thought that's just yeah, me. That's, it honestly ruined two for me. Genuinely oh. ruined it for me. So you're not saying it from a story gameplay. You're saying, well, kind of from gameplay. You're saying it from a difficulty point of view. Yeah. I'd say in Borderlands, you kind of want to feel coddled a little bit, right? You want to feel... Yeah. You like want to get being ...carried through it. You kind of want to feel like... You want to feel like a, a mixture between, I've done this myself, but the game has let me get there, right? Exactly. Which is what 3, three it literally is, the epitome of that. It's a game that lets you get there by yourself, but makes but has given it to you, kind of. Like, if you feel rewarded, but you also feel like the game's let you get there, but not exactly. at the same time. It's all like, like a good balance. It gives you everything you need, and then it just gives you a little push and says, you can do it, go on. And then and then you do it, and then you think, oh, I've done that all by myself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, well put, Jay, well put. Yeah, yeah. Well put. Okay, um... Well, that's some really great Star Wars games that I'm now going to buy on my PS4. Thank you for that, Jay. Uh, I'm almost definitely going to buy that Race to Revenge on PS4.
Next up on the TGO show, we've got debate. Now, we've only had one debate before this, which is the Final Fantasy XIII. Mm. And I say debate, we both just stated that it's a fantastic game and you should uh, you should fight us. And that so, we kind of agreed that, you know, the overall uh, audience perspective is that it's oh. not great or whatever. Correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. But we, I disagree. <laughs> so this, I have no idea where you're going to stand on this, Jay, which yeah, is Yeah, where does this come from? I'm, I kind so, of... I'm glad I'll, you brought this up, to be honest. I've been thinking about this for since since the Xbox One generation now. So Honestly, I've thought about it maybe the last year and a half. Okay, interesting. Not that so, long. Since playing, I want. I know this is a weird game. Okay, Uh-oh. to talk Uh-oh. about I this. I have no idea what you're going to say. Since playing Titanfall, oh. I oh. have been overwhelmed with how so first of all the the backgrounds in titanfall are extraordinary because they look like they're actually made and put in the map rather than just like a picture Um, hang on say that that again one more time the background for titanfall maps they've got ships and things and planets that look actually made and in the map rather than just a picture rather than just a picture yeah which is the difference between that and final fantasy final fantasy does that a lot where they'll put a picture up okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what impressed me. But getting to the point, <laughs> uh, actually, no, I'm going to lead up to it. I'm going to self-indulge a little here. Ever since then, so that was, what, 2014, 2015, I've been noticing that as the the older I get, the more I want to appreciate the very, very small, the tiniest things in games. Yeah, me too. So it will be how Aloy's hair moves on her head as I'm running. It'll be how the lightsaber glows in the dark on Fallen Order. Yeah. It will be how your character stands for Final Fantasy XV, because I've heard yeah. the standing animations in that are incredible. Not joking they, there. Uh, yes, it's a very pretty game. <laughs> yes, absolutely. How, how, how Final Fantasy XIII holds up, how Red Dead 2 does, yeah. looks like real, like, it looks real unbelievable. Life, yeah. Okay. And even from what I've seen of Last of Us, again, it looks like oh, dude, it looks what two or impressive. one? Impressive, both. Yeah, just unbelievable. Like the graphics in that are they are like you know that Naughty Dog is going to exceed expectations when it comes to graphics. Like they're just they're just oh they're they're unreal when it comes to that. I know, I know. So my question is, Jay, are mm. games too pretty? Yeah, I, I like this question a lot. Specifically, are they too pretty for their own good? Now, first thing I'm going to uh, analyze is that, of course, it depends on the player. You know, you might not care at all about the backgrounds of a game, and I do. Fine, whatever. We're moving past the player point of view. I'm saying, from me and you having a discussion, from from our similar perspective, mm. do you ever play a game which is so pretty, you can't play it? Because you wanna you wanna enjoy how the water flows on the lake. You wanna enjoy the sunset in Red Dead Two. There's there's just so much to admire about the way the game looks and perhaps sounds, right? That you don't wanna you either don't wanna play the game for like a few seconds, or even when you are playing through the game, you feel like you're rushing it because you can't stop and look at every single detail because you want to. Yeah, so I think I can probably really... Death Stranding is a little bit like that. Have you played Death Stranding? I have it. I haven't finished it. I've like literally just touched it. But 
Okay. From what Hideo has said about that, um, I think his idea with that game was it's supposed to be played like a normal game for the average gamer. Uh-huh. But he actually plays. He actually makes he makes trailers in game like how you used to do with Halo. Yeah, yeah. Like he makes the game trailers with the game. He does it all himself, right? Yeah. So I feel like the way he plays that game is he literally just sits in it. He just he he bees that character in that game. Like he kind of just admires the rain, the snow, the water. Like the movement, just the the way that it almost kind of feels like nature. Yeah. Like he's he's programmed. He's basically like developers of games are almost like gods, aren't they? Right. Sure. Like when it comes to like, if you make a game so real that you can literally live in that world, like I guess you can compare it to games like Second Life or World of Warcraft or anything where you can literally like you can live a, another life. You can you know. Just sit and experience something so close to nature, you might as well be in it. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. I'm just trying to think. Like, the games that I felt like that, I guess, are Death Stranding. <sighs> I know there has been some. I'm just trying to think, like exactly. What I think it changes because I think you can only really say that about games that have come out in the last maybe three years. Because they're so graphically up to date. Just because the graphics are there. Final Fantasy 15 and is probably. Uh, no, Final Fantasy VII and fifteen are character-wise, I'd say they're probably the closest to human skin. Sure. And like features and hair and everything. Again, along with uh, Last of Us, that was another one. I know. I know seven looks stupidly good, but yeah. fifteen must have held up extremely well. Oh yeah, way too yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's right up there. Uh, in terms of actually. Uh, landscapes and the world and how it looks i'd say last of us is actually up there okay from what i've seen even of stuff from two like some of the trailer stuff like the i think i haven't been impressed with that much landscape wise like architecture and stuff like worlds like the way the grass looks or the way that a mountain looks in the in the distance or even up close so it's very difficult to get textures good in most games nowadays mm-hmm I think 15 actually does a really good job at textures. 7 so does you... a great job at textures. Anything by, anything by Square Enix now is texture-wise brilliant. Yeah, agreed. So you also feel this then? I don't know if they're too... I'm trying to think where where I would have the opinion of a game being too pretty. So when you say too pretty, you mean like you don't want to play it because you just want to experience the world that it is for itself, right? Yeah. I guess you could say that about Journey. Right. I'd say that's probably one, just because I didn't I didn't really want to progress. I just wanted to sort of just see. Mm. Like if I walked in the opposite direction, how far could I go? Yeah. Like, what's over there? Is there another another town? Is there somewhere that I'm not supposed to go? Like, you know, I guess you yeah. can get it from that perspective. But is that a problem or is that not a problem? Is that what you're trying to, like... Oh, that is, is it, that is the is, question. Is, <laughs> is it... Is it a problem? I ultimately the problem probably lies with the player, but I am wondering, is it a problem? Because Are you saying that it could hinder the experience of the game? Or does it I'm, improve the I'm, experience of the game? I'm saying I'm saying that it will inevitably improve it, yeah. but I am saying that there is a sense of guilt I get by playing through a game quickly that looks that good. Because mm. I feel like I'm just not even if I hundred percent it, mate. Like, 
I feel like yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake might be one of those games where, like, it does, it's yeah. obviously... I felt a bit bad about going through it so quickly, actually. Yeah, because it's just so it pretty. Part, the thing is, it's, it's not like... There's not too much of a distance you can go. Like, there isn't, like, a massive open bit where you can go and see things. It's very linear. Sure. Um, yeah, there isn't... I mean, you could literally walk around that every inch of that game and appreciate every second of it. Like, you, 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 there's not... You could go through that game quickly and still feel like you've seen everything. Sure. I'm trying to think of if there's a game that I've played where I felt like I, had, I hadn't seen everything and I felt bad about not seeing everything. I don't know. It's difficult to say because you obviously haven't seen it, so you, you don't you don't miss what you haven't experienced, right? <laughs> True. So it's, it's hard to say exactly. I guess uh, actually Fallout is one for me. Oh, great. Okay, go on. And Skyrim as well. Any game that has a, a map that's so big that even if you've played the game for years, you still haven't been everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have not been everywhere in Fallout 3. Yeah. Not even close. I've probably been to 60 plus percent of the map. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of buildings that I haven't even known that you could go in. And there's a basement and you can go to the roof. I didn't know you could do that. Like I'm sure there's so many places I haven't been in any of those games. Yeah, I'd say Fallout is probably the one that's like that. But it, that's not like necessarily because it's pretty. But you're lost in the world. You are lost in it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so probably... I guess that's. I, it, I would argue that that's, that's too much content over too pretty, perhaps. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it's, it's like a content level versus uh, quality of it as well right so yeah so like for example replaying the story missions of red dead 2 i have no problem with that because i know that there was things i probably didn't notice the first time through and Mm. like because there's certain like dude i'm not joking here like certain characters doing certain things or how the what the things they say there's dialogue options on your ride towards like to the mission so all of those things mean that I will absolutely replay it because there's so much I didn't know it's before. Part of that is how the game looks, the way shadows reflect, the way lights reflect, all that stuff. Oh, okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah, so I, I guess my answer to that, to the question is, I don't know. <laughs> They're not too... If, if anything, I want more. More pretty. I want more more minuscule details that mean nothing to some people would mean everything to others, if you know what I mean. Oh, Yeah. Like not yeah. even from like like from both a game that has pre-existing lore and from a game that has lore but the, you don't know about it yet because it's the first in its iteration. But to me, this question can be perfect to talk about with Cyberpunk again, right? We have mm-hmm. no idea how big that game's going to be. Not really. I mean, we do, we don't. It's going to be the size of Witcher, right? Yeah. But. I, I mean, actually, I, you can, I can kind of compare this again with like any game that you think is going to be big when you first see it, but once you get used to it, it's tiny. Sure. Do you feel that way about some games? Like, there's some games that are so big, but once you actually have been everywhere, or maybe once you've been to enough places, you think, oh, it's actually kind of a small place to be. Dude, I, I totally get that. I think that is when you have diagnosed most of the information the game has for you so yeah. that you can actually wrap your head around the different locations, the different characters. Once you've processed all of the characters of The Witcher 3 and the locations, yeah. it, it feels a smaller place. And, and yeah. you can really see everything. I totally get that. So I guess you could say, do we want enough content to better have experienced everything? 
or do we want too much content so we can keep coming back and experiencing new things again and again? And I think I'd much rather have the second one. I want there really? to be so much that so I can come back to a game 10, 20 years later and find new things. I don't know if you do, though, because wouldn't you then get like the anxiety from not being able to finish it? No. I get I, the anxiety comes from not being able to finish just the story in general. Okay. Not not seeing everything. Well, I'm I'm sure there's so much I haven't seen in games that I've completed before. Sure. But I'm not I'm not worried about having missed them. Yeah. But I'm just I'm hopeful if anything that if I do ever ever come back to it, I can see something new. But I don't. It's almost like reading a book for the first time again, right? Or yes. like seeing a movie for the first time again. Like for me, I never, I very rarely watch movies, you know, within a year of, it, of seeing it again because I want to be able to come back to it fresh. I want to come back to it being like, oh, I missed that last time. Oh, yes. I didn't realize this. Like I love that experience. So if I can get that in a game, the more the merrier. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. Uh, when I went back to Skyrim, obviously I was playing new content I hadn't played before, but it felt like I was treading on new ground in the single, like in the main game. And I was like, dude, this game is unbelievable like you mm. like you say you cannot play it for 10 years come back to it and find new stuff that it's, it's yeah. just incredible thing is though that obviously takes time <laughs> for developers to be able to make that amount of content but of course yeah and there's well, also, here's i guess the thing, mate. Here's, here's the thing like i don't I, i've never known how bethesda have made so much engaging content in their games i think i think it seems like a lot but again, like once you've diagnosed everything, it kind of feels like not that much. Sure, sure. But I'm, sure. yeah, if anything, it's just more of a bonus. Like you don't you don't expect to ever have that. But if you do ever have that experience, you're like, oh, okay, that was nice. I like that again, please. Yeah. yeah. You would yeah. Ne- never expect too much from a game ever. I think I've learned that's one of the biggest things I've learned. Maybe over the last. 10 plus years of gaming it's just like don't ever expect anything because it, like it comes back to my imagination my imagination is always going to be better than yes. what not okay i can't actually say always because i i can i guess i can say with final fantasy that game exceeded my expectations well i th- i think you can say that lower expect your expectations but don't stop like don't stop imagining or you yeah, know having because you can always be hopeful for what you want to happen but if it doesn't happen don't be disappointed because yes. obviously you didn't make it so you couldn't do anything about it <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 and yeah. yeah yeah i think that's good well yeah i'd love for people to write in at contact at the game uh with their thoughts and impressions on whether they've had similar experiences to us in regards to whether games are too pretty or not uh, I'd love to hear, you know, people's thoughts. So, moving Jay on to my favourite segment of the TGO show. Uh, are you ready, Jay? I'm are you ready. ready? I'm never ready. It's time for history dip. Wow, this one's really so good. <laughs> this, this, this week's is great. Do you want to? I want to leave. I'll, I think this is your your spotlight moment, well, so to speak, Jay. I mean, it isn't. Week. It isn't. I, I weirdly, I feel like you know more about this than I do, but I don't know. You would be incorrect. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see. What? I so think I, you. I think you deserve the start because it was you had the three sixty first. You had this game way before me, and I think you've probably got more history with it than I do. I mean, I guess. I mean, there's not a lot I can actually remember about the story. 
Oh, but, dude, I literally don't even know. Yeah, in terms of just like the overall experience of it, Fantasy Star Universe was a game that came out on 360 in 2006. So it was a year after the 360 came out, came out in 2005? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was kind of like, I guess, one of my early introductions into RPGs and like understanding how how loot or like you know weapons worked and how like uh, upgrading weapons in games worked that was definitely like a big aspect of this and like collecting things and finding collectibles and stuff that was like a good introduction to it all um, yeah it's, re- it's really like hard to like express my opinion on this it's just like it was good for the time but it, I don't think it holds up as much now even though they've just released the the online version of it, right? Which I think, because it's it's definitely not a new looking game. It's definitely an old looking game. Um, but it's still, I don't know. It's just it's just great. <laughs> I think it's more of a nostalgic thing for me. Sure. Yeah. It, it, to be fair, I think the full title is Fantasy Star Universe Online, isn't it? Um, on the three hundred and sixty. So. I, I think Well, I think this game is definitely I I consider this game the launch game, or at least the game we had when we first got a 360 that, that we played oh, yeah, the most. That's true. That's true. So I think that's the special place that this game has. Again, I don't remember the story either, but what I can tell you is that I think we both had the guide, or I know I had the guide, and I think that it started out as a a difficult game. But like you say, you started grinding and getting better weapons and leveling up your characters. And the gameplay was really limited, but it was just that sense of next gen that was so incredible at the time of playing it. Like, I remember the locations looking incredible. And again, it doesn't hold up now. And the acting is not good. But um, at the time, it was just so awesome to be so involved in, again, in that game with you chatting about stuff, chatting about collectibles. And I think we just had a great time with it, to be honest. I don't think... I think it's a game which I would love to play with you for an hour. I think it's a game which I would hate <laughs> to play with anyone for 10 hours today. I see, yeah, yeah. It's actually kind of comparable to 13, Five Nights 13 in terms of how it looks. Sure. It's got... Actually, well, it's, it's Japanese made, right? It's probably closer to... 12 actually it's like very close to how 12 looks and it was it was it was the achievements were notable because they were all related to just defeat almost related to defeating bosses in story chapters so they were quite easy quotation marks i never finished the game i don't know about you jay but i don't think i ever finished i think i came like really close i think i actually came back to it in 2013 i think it might be the last time i played it really yeah i want to say i came back i was out you know I think so, yeah. Really? I don't know, I'll have to check that. Um, look up, look up. Yeah, I, I seem to remember coming back to it in 2013 and being like, I never finished this game, I might as well finish it now, but then didn't ever finish it. <laughs> you get bored, I assume. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, it's taken me a while to like get into the mood of actually like finishing a game. Sure. Like properly finishing one. Um. Yeah, I think I've always had a bit of a 
thing with this game. It's always sort of eluded me a little bit, but never enough for me to be like, oh, I'm actually fussed about coming back to playing it again. Yeah, hundred percent. There was also an online element which we actually never truly got involved with even though we could have because that was still for me at least the time where we weren't sure how online worked and how easy it was at the time because ps2 wasn't that easy but 360 again you know revolutionized online play like everyone had xbox live by the time of the 360 and call of duty 4 so there was an online element to this game which we never i think divulged into which would have been cool but I think it's kind of one of those games which is best left to the nostalgia, sadly. Yeah. Though I, I had a great time with that. At this point, I can't really, <laughs> can't really see myself playing it again. It's just not as good as uh, more modern things, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. I think it was a good stepping stone, though. Yeah, absolutely. A good start into that world, definitely for me. It sort of hit me at right at that age where I was like, oh, I can actually probably get into this world now a bit more. 100%. Because before this, I I'd played seven, but it never really like stuck. It never really like you know properly made me feel anything too much. I think this is the one that made me feel like oh, I can actually like enjoy this kind of game. It, it again, yeah, it was you know at the time it was pretty pretty awesome, mm. um, and definitely one of the most notable kind of Xbox three hundred and sixty games for the first couple of years, at least for us. to the end of the show uh what yeah. will you be playing this week next week forever once more onto the yeah. breach dear friend honestly i kind of feel like predator is going to take a bit more of a backseat now sure uh, i do i do want to get a slightly higher level because there's a lot of things that are still locked behind levels that i would feel like would probably make me fit make the game feel a bit more in favor of the predator I feel the middle like Levels twenty to thirty seem a bit naff for the predator. Seems a bit under a bit underpowered. Like I just die too quick, or sure, or that there's a bit where if you if you play the fighting for long enough, you can get pretty powerful very quickly at the early game. So I kind of want to get past that barrier, but it's a bit sluggish trying to get past that barrier at the minute. So and so... I, with the time frame of only till June, we've got like a month to be able to get these uh, cartel. Uh, weapons. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to get the. Uh, I've been farming them this morning, and I can. I think I only got. I don't think I even got one new one. I've only. I've only had two of the legendaries drop out of the six or seven you can get, and I've done cartel four or five times. So I'm kind of like worried now <laughs> that I'm not really going to get one. Yeah, I've got a month to do it, so you know I need to. I think it'll be. VR3 main, and then if I really feel like it, if I really get in the mood, I'll do uh, Wolfenstein 2. I, I really, from what I've seen of like trailers and story and stuff, I, I'm so invested in how, how that will play out. I really want to see how they're going to finish it. 
I'm so I just really want to know how. how I think I you just, should. Does it end? Is there? I don't want you to like necessarily tell me. Mm-hmm. Just, just tell me if there if is there a possibility for another Wolfenstein game? Like I know um, there's the Young Blood, right? But does that come into it, or is that? Yeah, that comes into it. Yeah, oh, that's disappointing. I don't know if I'm going to play that. Is Young Blood co-op only? No. Oh, okay. Um, if if Wolfenstein Two story is good enough, and and Young Blood does actually come into it enough, I'm tempted to have a look and see if that's worthy of getting or not. But I don't think it does. Okay. Yeah. I can't. I, just... I can't. Um. I don't want to say. Mm. I don't want to say what young. If you don't know the premise, of young blood. I don't want to tell you. No, but I don't. I don't think it will impact that much of it, a, a potential Wolfenstein three. So does does Wolfenstein two? Is that like an end to that to uh, BJ essentially? Like, does it sort of like um, tie up his part of the of the storyline? Difficult to say. Okay, so there's there's a chance that he could come back. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. So there's a, there's a possibility that he could be in a, a Wolfenstein three. Yes. Okay, that's all. That's what you all need to know. I from I think you should play Wolfenstein two. Yeah, I think I will. I think I'll get around to it. I, I, just, I, I need to get bored of Borderlands three first. <laughs> I think that if you're not feeling anything, you should also you know respond to that. But if you are going to play Wolfenstein two and you're feeling it, I would definitely go for it. You have yeah. my letter of recommendation. I feel like Borderlands 3 and Predator are a good, like, a cleansing of the palette, as it were. Sure. They're sort of, you know, multiplayer and grinding is, like, a good sort of palette cleanser yeah. when it comes to, like, a, a single-player co-op, you know, it's just a single-player campaign. Like, knowing that I'll have to put a lot of effort in mentally of being able to have to kill enemies along the way and get collectibles and stuff, is, it takes a lot of mental brain power for me, so... <laughs> it's so interesting that you put that as a palate cleanser because I actually completely understand what you mean. Like yeah, you just need some dumb, good, like some good-looking, dumb fun to to just kind of reset you for the next adventure. Yeah, I need to like not. I need to forget about Trials of Mana, forget about Final Fantasy, and yeah. let my brain just want to get back into Wolfenstein. Yeah, and it yeah, usually no, does it by itself. So I'll, I'll probably I might even be playing it in the next two or three days. I'll see how I feel. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Um, and I'm guessing you'll just be continuing Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, as we like, talk about I, it, go on. Are you going to finish it in the next week? Like by next week, or will you have Red Dead finished? Do you want to have it finished? Do you want to spend the next two weeks on this, the month on this? Like when do you have like a, an end goal? Do you have like an end? Like, is there a date where you're like I don't want to be playing it after this date? It changes all the time. Or is but it like talking, a mood-based? It's a mood-based thing, right? It's a mood-based thing. But talking to you now, I really can't be bothered. Yeah, um, yeah, I know you're going to say that. It just, yeah, I know exactly how you feel. But like, I've already come so far. I've already come yeah, so you're far. Right, you're like so close. You can see the finish line. You can see it. You can taste it. Yeah. It's just that your mind is is your mind and your skill level is sort of holding you back from ever Pretty getting much. there. <laughs> and, and luck yeah yeah and luck yeah a lot of it is luck i'd say i think if i'm gonna do it i would rather just play it for 12 hours a day and get it done mm. so depending on how i feel i really I, okay i really 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 wouldn't want anything to do with red dead by june okay is it because that, something else is coming out or last of us part two Okay, there we go. So June nineteenth is your end goal, really, isn't it? 
we'll say. <laughs> yeah, like I, I really or don't. Even, maybe you might even want to have it finished, but way before that, because again, you want to have that cleansing of being like, right, I need to forget about my old adventure. Exactly. And get into this new one, yeah. Exactly. And to be fair, it might be a case where I've just got to play it when I want to play it, because if not, yeah. I'm not going to enjoy myself. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like it's kind of a weird. It's a weird thing, mate. Because like I don't, I kind of don't want to play it. But then if everyone else is online, I will definitely play it because I like playing online with my mates. Yeah, but the incentive then, is there when there's other people, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because you know you're up against time at that point. Like you're not ever going to be able to get that opportunity again. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. You take, take the opportunity as it comes. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's kind of like okay, well, all the chores are done. So what do I do now? Like, do yeah. I watch TV? Do I like it's kind of a you know it's it's an option, isn't it? So. I'm tempted to do that right now. There's a few TV shows on Netflix I need to watch, and I'm tempted just to get those out of the way just so I can like have a bit of a break from gaming in general. But I just want to play Borderlands at the minute, so I think I'll I'll stick with that until I've maybe I might even just stick with Borderlands until I get these legendaries and then just like watch some TV shows and then go Wolfenstein. <laughs> do you think Do you think this is like you know a, a, a slight addiction on our part because? We sound like we're not having a great time with it. No, but... it's weird. We do sound kind of miserable, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but like, we kind of want to play this it. Work, trying to get this done. Weirdly, I would want nothing else. Like, it's kind of like misery. It's pe- it's it's pleasure through pl- pain, almost, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's it's that it's that want, you know, that painful want of being able to get something like that. That completionist in you just wanting to be able to get things done. But but you ha- you have to experience enough terrible things through that to better appreciate the end of having the nice nicety of it at the end right true true <laughs> I, I, I think some people would argue that we shouldn't be playing any games that make us feel like this i think would be their argument <sighs> yeah I, I get your yeah I get, for I example i don't think fallen order for me even with the collectible mop-ups it never got this tedious Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we were never like we. I think we probably enjoyed almost every second of that game. Yeah, I think once the game starts to get tedious, is when you should probably stop playing it. But Unless you're like not... so close that you kind of have to just keep going at that point. Like you're so you're too far. Like you're beyond I the am... point of any return. I really are. I, I, I am. <laughs> I yeah, am. at this point, if you gave up, you'd be so you just uh... you'd, you'd feel worse for yourself if you gave up now. It's true. It's true. Yeah. 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 Well, have fun farming legendaries, mate. I will have no fun playing. No. I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know how it goes, anyways. Uh, do you, anything else you want to talk about, mate, before we uh, close the show? Uh, no, I think that's it. I think. Uh, well, I think uh, I'm kind of just happy with the amount of gaming news that's coming out at the minute, honestly. Mm. Like, I, I'd feel, I've kind of felt, I thought that it would all sort of dry up. But it's not. It's still going because people have to make money and you know people have to be entertained. I think it's actually I'm I'm very impressed with the amount of content that's being produced right now, just online in general. Not just gaming or not just gaming. Just in, like in general, like people are like really getting involved with like ha- like even celebrities are sort of getting involved with making content. Mm. Just for people in general. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's an element of that. I think there are some people out there who just can't stop. So, you know. Yeah, I'm to... actually really impressed with um, uh, how all the gaming journalists have still managed to work from home and still mm. make the same amount, the same, uh, the same amount of content, and weirdly to like the same quality. Like they yeah. have all these studios they go to and like work from these really nice backdrops. But I'm like, 
I'm equally as impressed and like fulfilled with them doing it with their shoddy camera in their house <laughs> on their like webcam or whatever, right? It's a uh, it's a it's an unidentified point which a lot of people don't talk about, but there is a cusp of quality over uh, substance. Yeah, and I think I would rather listen to Jordan Peterson through a bad microphone than listen to Logan Paul through the best microphone on the planet. If that makes any yeah, sense, I totally mean, yeah, yeah, it's quality yeah. over quantity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and like you say, like that's I think that's partly why I think it's absolutely worth us doing this podcast because yeah, it doesn't get 50,000 listeners, but it's so good to us. And then-